Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hey, look, it's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big husky kid. I wish you would bring me some pepperoni sometime, or he would bring it to me. I got a five-pound bag in there. Take some. No, I can't. Well, take some. What do you it's, mean? It, first of all, it's the cup and char. My, oh, it, cup if and you char. eat it raw, you're not fulfilling its destiny. Yeah. It has to go under the broiler, has to get all crispy, and the grease has to form in there, a little grease pool. Yeah. Stick your tongue in there. Like, <laughs> great. Delicious. That sound, by the way. <laughs> Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. Or what? Cracks and gaps. Re-racket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Tuesday. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. I am T-Bone. Hello, Timmy. How are you? Oh, my fellow voter. How are you doing? That's right. We voted. We're Stephen Votes today, my friend. We, that's what we are. We Bunch Stephen, Stephen Votes. Vote. Yep, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Stephen Vogue. That's right. Your yeah. Guardians manager. We'll talk a little bit about that coming up later. Plenty to get to today on the show, of course. Inside the NFL coming up later this hour, 348. Uh, we have got Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire. Coming up 434. And a game show coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, Timmy. What uh, kind of game show did you come up with today? Oh, today we have the cheating quiz. Oh, okay. So I like a cheating quiz. Please don't cheat I, on this quiz, all right? Just keep, you know your, keep your eyes over there. I saw you come into my cubicle space I was. several times today, and I've got the... The cheating, the cheating quiz I've been working on for the last hour or so, it's just been sitting up there on my right screen. I hope your eyes didn't meander over to my I computer screen. I tried not to look. I try. will try all show not to look. But, Timmy, listen, you still have to stop me from answering the questions right, even if I am cheating. So what difference oh, yeah, does it make? Yeah, right, right, right. If right. I have all the answers, I you still have to stop me from getting them right. So, you still have to use your voice and speak so about those that? answers out. Also, I heard on other radio shows where they do quizzes, some of the other hosts may have also perhaps cheated, so I'm not guilty. That's Michigan man logic, folks. We got it all right there. Plenty. Everybody's doing it. You know, don't look at the cheating that's done on this show. No, 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 no. Because we can find somebody from Omaha, Nebraska, mm-hmm. and he'll yeah. give some intelligence as to some other that's cheating exactly right. that's done on, on quiz shows yeah. across the country. You got to take cheating into account that it's going on everywhere. And also, Michigan's the only place where we found out about it and they have like a documented trail of exactly where it was going. But don't focus on that. Focus on how perhaps at other places they too are cheating. Well, I'm just, I'm glad you weren't using your recording devices. That's what, I, that's what pleased me. <laughs> you might have, you might have walked by the cubicle. You might, your eyes might have said, Oh, oh, what's that over there? Oh, is he working on a little quizzy there? Oh, that's neat. But you weren't just standing there no. with your cell phone 
you know, pointing in my direction or like faking like you're doing a selfie video. Like, oh, hey, this T-Bone, come out, hang with me for some football. And then really, you're just shooting my desk trying to catch the quiz. You now, weren't doing that. You were where, just doing it au natural. Where you sit, 10TV's Adam King sits right by you. So I actually did hire Adam King to video everything you were doing for the last two hours. Oh, my So I'm going to be reviewing God, that, that footage. That miserable bastard. That's what he was doing. But you know why? It's because I just wanted it more. And so that's, it just, you know, again, I'm a Michigan man. It just matters more to me. So that's why I had to cheat. We're taking this analogy way too far. Well, the if, point you is, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's exa- that's how I feel. That's exactly right. That's what they now, say. Now, we will get into more Michigan stuff. Don't worry. Plenty of updates on that. We'll talk about that all throughout the show. Uh, we're going to start, though, talking about some games from last night. Obviously, you probably are aware, Buckeyes right here on these airwaves. Big Daddy Paul Keels on the call. Three games, 72 hours. Great job by him. Beautiful. Buckeyes got it done 79-73 over Oakland from Michigan. And I found this funny because you actually brought this to my attention. Greg Campy, who is the uh, head coach there at Oakland and has been the head coach there for 40-some years, one of the longest tenured coaches in Division I college basketball history, he had a nice little line, given that they are a Michigan school, about <laughs> what maybe gave Ohio State a little trouble last night in this game he was asked about you know how the game went, and here's what he said. I think one of their frustrations was we knew everything they were going to do. Oh, I could make a comment right now, being from Michigan, but I don't think I will. Um, I like. We we had a, my my staff did a hell of a job scouting them. Yeah, I like. It. <laughs> it's great. I like it. It's good. It's great. Uh, this is an Ohio guy, uh, Greg Campy, uh, defines Ohio guy, Bowling Green player. Uh, assistant at Toledo for a few years. Then he went to Oakland in 1984, the year I was born. And you're going to read there his whole since. bio to me. Why are we reading a bio to me? I don't I, need his I, whole I, bio. I like, I like the I don't dude. Care where he's, I, good that he's from Defiance. So I guess that's good. It's fine. He's a funny guy. And that was a great line. That was a good line. I set the up line. the delivery. It was it was perfect. And also a little bit of a pat on the coaching back. Yeah, because this was a tough game for Ohio State. Well, I mean, that's holy it. Holy cow! I, this was this was a little too close for comfort for a game one. Well, there's there's two thoughts in my head. And you tell me, you are obviously the guy who was here doing pregame, postgame. You were over at the arena, all this stuff. You cover this team as much as anyone does here that's not named Paul Keels and Ron Stokes, who are actually calling every game. You are there as much as them, and then pre and post. So tell me if either of these thoughts make sense. One thought I have in my head is, hey, this is not great. Oakland, while being a mid-major, is not like a big-time, huge mid-major that you always see in the tournament. They're a plucky team if they do what the the Horizon League, right, is where they make their business, right? If they have a really good season in the Horizon League, that would be a a big accomplishment for them. No one's expecting them to be like a huge tournament team or anything like that. This is is not a Wichita State type of situation for this team. The other thought I have in my head is, it is early, don't panic. Because as we have seen in Buckeye basketball seasons past, you can you can watch them go win by 50. You can go watch them beat some of the best teams in the country in November and December, and that means nothing when it comes to January. So the opposite could also be true here. So I'm trying not to overreact too much. I was trying last night during the game not to take too much away from that. Do you think that's totally wrong to hold both those thoughts in your head? Am I being contradictory? No, I don't think so. I think you definitely want to take these early season games with a grain of salt, right? I mean... It's a long way away from getting into the grind of Big Ten play. And if you just listen to what you know, coaches' philosophies are all across the country about these November, December games, it's going to vary. You know, I've typically been a guy that 
sides with going out there and trying to boost your resume as much as you can before you get to conference season because you never know. I look back at some some years past for this particular program, and I do think those two years where they started against Cincinnati, game one, right? I can't remember if it was the first year where they won the road game there or the second year, but one of those seasons, that win wound up mattering a lot as to whether you get in the NCAA tournament. So, like, Friday night coming up, and again, it's a little well, tough to say right Texas now because A&M, yeah. Texas A&M is a preseason top 15. I also, while they are getting some final four potential type of talk, I don't want to make them out like they're Bobby Knight's 1976 Indiana Hoosiers, you know, that are coming no, back. They're clearly a they're step good up team. from Oakland. They're a good team. They're a yeah. better team than Ohio State is this stage of the game on paper. It doesn't mean Ohio State can't completely reverse the script of how they were in the first 20 minutes against Oakland and actually win that game. Yeah, I'm saying that. That would not surprise me if Ohio State won that game. It's so early. They had one exhibition game against Dayton. They kind of got roughed up in a closed-door session against Clemson, came out and had some adversity, showed some poise later in that game, and wound up winning. A lot of teams are losing games like this in Game 1. But we know anyone that watched Ohio State basketball last year, this is still going to be a building process. They're going to rely on a lot of true sophomores to get the job done. They got a lot of experience late last year. But it's a it's going to be a wait and see type of thing. They're they're not oh, being gifted anything in the Big Ten this season. They're picked seventh. Well, and I think the whole man has to know. Like, yes, he's got. This know. is this is a huge. This is a pressure season. It should be for him. I mean, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what Gene Smith plans on doing. I assume it's going to take a lot to get Chris Holtman fired. If that were to if it got to a point where it was so off the rails, like especially with him leaving. Yeah, and, yeah, this is Gene's last year as the right. AD. So the new guy coming in, I'm sure. If unless again, if they have another Big Ten season like they had last year. Then maybe, maybe you have you to make think that about an easy it. Choice, but, yeah. but that beyond something abysmal like that happening again, I don't think that's likely. Still, there's pressure to make sure that everyone knows that you are not what you were last year and to make sure this is not anything like what we saw last year. This team can be better than that. A couple positives I will take away. You know, I'm always glass half full, Timmy. There's no negative on this show ever. We're never like that for we're game never, one, though. never down on Buckeye basketball. <laughs> it's, ever. A, it's a basketball season. It's totally different than if it was Ohio State football and they lost game one. Well, totally, it, totally different. I get what you're saying because there's way more games. Obviously, I feel like the standard should be as high here for basketball as it should be for football. But I know I'm in the minority on that. I know a lot of Buckeye football fans turn their attention to basketball in January, and that's Probably the wrong time to turn your attention to it. You should look at it ahead of time. All I'm saying is a couple positives for me. Bruce Thornton, a couple times where he jumped out on defense and made a play, especially in the second half, where I just feel like in years past, we haven't had someone at the top of the key who was very good at jumping passing lanes and making those type of plays yeah, regularly. Yeah, yeah. If he can continue to do that, that is a big deal. And obviously, Roddy Gale taking over the game there when they needed him to in the second half. You got a guy like that who can just as we've had in the past with Bryce last year, and as you've seen with Malachi Branham and other players, you get a guy who can just go out there and get you four or five straight possessions where he is mm-hmm. making plays offensively, defensively, getting rebounds, making tough shots. Then you're going to have a chance to win a lot of Big Ten games. You just need that supporting cast to be better. But Roddy Gale, that was a good thing last night that he did. I, th- I think they're going to have enough guys that can make outside shots. They were awful, like two for ten starting the game from three, and yeah. Oakland had a couple of guys 
You had Lampman and Golki, right? Golki and Lampman. I said last night on the post game, I don't want to wake up a decade later and have those two weird sounding names burned into my memory bank because they came in and beat Ohio State in an, a season opener as a 19 and a half point underdog, right? But eventually they caught it. It's the defense bone. If they want to get back to where they got to be as a program, and they talked about it too. Sometimes it's tough to get all the way out there on three-point shooters because they can keep stepping back. They can keep stepping back. And even when you kind of get a hand in their face, some guys are feeling so hot, they let it fly anyway. But they were saying, you know, their rules coaches, if the guy gets the shot off, then you weren't out far enough. You know, if he shoots it, confidently shoots it, then you weren't doing your job as a defender. So they still got to work that through. They've got to get their defensive efficiency up there more on par with what they've been offensively. As you said earlier on there, I'm with you about having two sets of eyeballs when it's Buckeye basketball season and Buckeye football season. I mean, come on. There's time for both. Yeah. There's time enough time. in a week to really be a fan of both teams and pay attention and not miss out on anything. That was a Monday night game. You know, totally agreed. You got to watch that game. And I'm, and I hope people did. And if they didn't, hopefully they heard it here on the fan and, uh, <laughs> hopefully they heard some of the sound from the arena. That was, uh, here's a, if you missed this real quick, here's a quick little sample of just how loud it was yesterday whenever a three-pointer was made in the building. You tell me if this is good or Dumps not. Dumps it now deep in the left corner where it's handled by Middleton. Dribbles left wing, fakes, fakes again. Gives it down on the left block for Akpara. Swings into the right point battle. He'll left hand a three up and in. Oh, okay. oh. That one was heavily contested, oh. but he knocked it down. Oh, no. 6-5, okay. Buckeyes okay. down okay. a point. That's nothing against Paul and Ron. It's the guy in the background screaming for it. Again, you're... If, if Duke is in the building, that still might be a bit much, but it was Oakland. Let's, hey, man. Hey, 6-5 six, six, lead. On Oakland. <laughs> or or six five deficit, maybe. All right. I don't remember I, what I'm it was. just saying. Let's the guy's just pumped up there, Bone. Let's relax. Let's just take it down a notch. That's all. I'm just saying. Let's just chill out a second. Hell, everybody else in the building's chilled out. Let's just <laughs> they were maybe, ch- they yeah. were ch- they were chilled from the start. <laughs> we need that might, have the, that might have been the point there, right? Yeah. All right. Ryan Day spoke to the media today. We'll tell you what he had to say next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Watch out for an accident blocking that left lane on 270 eastbound on that north outer belt after I-71 north, as well as an accident on Hillard Road and Road at Winter Road. This report is sponsored by IKEA. IKEA supports you from November 10th through 22nd. Veterans and active military get 15% off IKEA purchases up to $3,000. In-store only. Excludes Los Angeles area stores. See IKEA.com for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Does excessive amounts of Prozac make your sack droop down to your knees? Asking for a friend. My friend's name is Mike. Back to Droopy Sack and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Tuesday. Plenty wonder coming up sack, here. Wonder how the sacky is for Common today. Man. It's, yeah, I'll tell you this. Found out uh, last week. It's all better. Everything's good. Oh, as of Friday, it was. Yeah, he was. He was. 
He was back to everything. I, I mean, <laughs> as far as pain level, he had his uh, vasectomy a couple weeks ago. He was still complaining a little bit. We slowly yeah, worked our way had- back into some ping pong, and there were some complaints that he couldn't chase down a ping pong ball that heads towards the metal steps because you got to kind of uh, yeah. you got to get on your your giddy up to mm-hmm. save a ping pong ball from going all the way under the staircase where there's. We don't even. We need like a, a rake or something to get some of the balls that are lost back there. We just we can't. We don't have the and reach. And, yeah, Timmy and Common Man play ping pong every day, probably two or three times a day. I mean, like as far as a full game, you maybe get like your a, full. We do a series before oh, the show. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, then, but then in between the the commercial breaks, you guys are also out there playing versions of that. Quick, quick games. quickies, quickies yeah. is yeah. I guess how you guys you guys have quickies. That's what that's exactly what it is. <laughs> we, like, we, right. we like we like to yeah. Have the There's hand gestures. There's all kinds of things. <laughs> Timmy is in for Common Man inside the NFL coming up 348. We will go rapid fire. Rapid fire. Four o'clock. Game show five o'clock. All about cheating. We will talk about the cheating ass cheaters. Don't worry. Michigan will we'll get into it all that. Uh, but Ryan Day, he was actually asked a little bit about this. There was a, an exchange with uh, Clay Hall from ABC6 Fox 28 News. Who I like Clay. He's a good dude. Uh, My dad. Clay is, uh, yeah, that's right. He's your dad, Timmy Hall. Clay's your dad, of course. Way to go, dad. Yeah. Uh, so he, I, I get it. The media here is trying to figure out how to ask these questions because they know Ryan Day is going to give you a firm Heisman on all this, right? But they want to know, how do you feel about what's going on with Harbaugh, meat chicken, cheating, the allegations that, which we'll get to, NCAA kind of cleared this up, but the allegations that Ryan Day's family was somehow involved with this. Here is that exchange from Clay Hall and... Uh, Ryan Day, we'll, we'll kind of enjoy this for a second, even though I feel for Clay because I know he's just trying to figure out some way to get Ryan Day to talk about it. Might have some news from the Big Ten tomorrow. I know you're probably not going to comment on that, but I just noticed an email this morning that you can now bet on a celebrity boxing match between you and the guy who coaches up north. <laughs> are, are you in a good mood, by the way? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. Clay, I know that it's the topic of conversation right now, but you say yeah. you're going to whoop this guy. I'm just curious if you've ever been in the ring, ever sparred. I appreciate you, Clay. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I get I get commented on when I say no comment, so I'm not going to say anything. That's that's about the right idea. Did he say what's your best punch? Yeah, I think is Clay, that what he was trying. I, I get it. Clay Hall's like, I you can't a, a right hook guy, yeah. a, a left cross. I mean, I I will say I do understand. He's like, I'm trying to get something interesting out of this because clearly I know I'm going to get no commented, but. It is laughable that there are literally betting odds on whether or not you could like Ryan Day and Jim Harbaugh are going to get into a boxing ring and fight. Why would you bet on that? Why would you think that's likely to happen in any point in the future? So I, I if you can bet on that, why would you? Because it's never going to happen. But his point, I could see he was kind of asking, like, have you even ever boxed? Like, where is this even coming from? And of course, the answer is no comment, yeah. as it should be. I just I just thought that was a perfect delivery on the I appreciate you, Clay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's, re- that's really that's really what you can say. It, it is tough. I mean, I I guess you do expect that there will be a few more attempts, right? In one of these forty-one minute, it was a long, long press conference. Oh, I, yeah. I honestly, I don't know why he. Do- I don't know why he does it. I mean, clearly we've got a a thirst and a hunger for Ohio State football, but I would think you get up there fifteen twenty minutes. I mean, I I scan and I peruse all of these Big Ten press conferences throughout the week. And tip, I know, I know there's a 
a, a vast ocean in between an Ohio State football and a Rutgers football, but 15, 20 minutes or so, are, are you not getting everything, hitting on all the things that you want to hit in a, in a week? I just, it's a little surprising that there's not more attempts to get him to speak. There's just, you have to be a little bit creative. Well, like Clay is trying to go more the funny route right there to get him to say something, but something that's not m- mentioning Michigan's name, but still somewhere on the subject of it. Yeah, and I, I don't blame any reporter, by the way, who says any comments on this with Jim Harbaugh, Ryan A's going to say no comment, and then that's it. But you have to ask, right? I do think that's important. That's what journalists have to do. Uh, I also find it interesting that you're right. It's a long press conference. It's also every reporter is trying to get their angle of, hey, I have a question because I'm going to write a story about Kyle McCord. I'm going to write a story about the defense. I'm going to write about freshman playing. And they all need that question answered so they can then write their article, get his comment on it. No doubt. But that's, again, you're right. He doesn't have to do that. The amount of availability, though, that he has to do, and again, he's paid handsomely to do it. So Uh let him live. But it's this, the press conference. Then there's the radio show that he does here on the fan, which you can hear Thursdays with Paul and Jim. And then after the radio show, there's that like quick hitter thing they do where it's like round two of press conferences, right? Where he, he has like a little thing where the, he gets it's together called with, the lightning round, whatever. Yeah. yeah they absolutely. have an official name for gets that. On, gets on the zoom and does anything else last minute. And then, and then he's there before the game. Oh yeah. Where if you're traveling to the road game, you know, visiting, you know, traveling media, you'll see, you'll see snippets of that on Friday night, right? When the team arrives where they're going to arrive. Yeah. Saw last week against Rutgers. I think it was Tim May that lobbed up the question about about the uh, private investigative firm, and they're saying that you pointed the finger at Jim, and he just goes, the, yeah, I'm not. No, don't think I'll be commenting on that right, right now. <laughs> yeah. So here are some thoughts from Ryan Day, actually, on, on the field issues. Then we'll talk a little bit about the off-the-field stuff. Here is him talking about Kyle McCord. The only thing I can recognize is when his feet are right and his eyes are right, that's when he's at his best. I don't know if I can recognize anything in particular other than that. I think there's been some times earlier in the game where – his feet are moving a little bit faster or maybe a little bit slower than the game. But once he's found the rhythm of the game and his feet are in rhythm, that's when he's been at his best. Yeah. I mean, Needs that's the rhythm divine bone. Yeah. Well, I think that also is a little bit of a comment. I'm not saying Ryan Day's trying to make an accusation, but that might be a little commentary on the offensive line, you know, where if your guy has time to set his feet, then he has an opportunity to make a good throw. Yeah. And it could be that you draw from that what you want to. It's both. Of course. Could put a little bit on both right now. He could he could deliver a few more accurate passes within a game. The offensive line could give him a little bit more time to throw. They could also pave a few more holes for Travion Henderson or anybody else to run through. It's all of it. Yeah. Uh here's another quote from Ryan Day about uh <laughs> one of the problems he does not have to worry about this year. Yeah, it's it's huge. Um and you know, Jim and his staff have have done a great job, you know, Tim and Larry and Perry. Um, you know, they've all been a big part of day to day. So it's it, it's it's huge as we make this run, but ultimately, you know, I got to make sure everything's in place, and we got to have all three phases going in the right direction here and be at our best. That is Ryan Day talking about the defense. Which I figured that it's good. Yeah, it's, defense is good. Let's keep it being good. Let's hope so. That's let's hope that's the case. Uh, we'll hear more from Ryan Day when we come back. It's Van and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns backers. 
You want to be aware of an accident on the left shoulder, northbound 270 on that south outer belt at Allen Creek Drive, as well as an accident on the right shoulder on Westerville Road northbound after Dempsey Road. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one, get one off free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Tuesday is going well. Inside the NFL coming up with Timmy Hall, 348. He's filling in for Common Man today. Got rapid fire in the 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour all about cheating. That's right. More comments from Ryan Day here where uh, he was talking today, had his press conference, and had a few thoughts on something that we didn't talk much about yesterday when Jen and I were on, but the uh, fake punt that did not work. We've seen this kind of happen earlier this season, too, where it looked like in a weird spot they attempted a fake punt. That oh, didn't- a weird spot? You mean on on your own twenty yard line or <laughs> right. whatever that was yeah, right. in a tight game at the time and at the yeah. time and, it, and when that happened the first time we said that didn't seem right and then it turned out no that was apparently not the call. Here is Ryan Day talking about the fake punt that happened on Saturday against Rutgers. No, no, I mean you know you have a rollout punt. You know there there are certain times where if, if you know nobody's out in front of you you can take it and you know we usually roll out to our right we rolled out to our left in that spot. So there was an overload to, to the right, and you know the decision we just made too quickly, and you know they were able to rally to it. And so once you once you get the ball in that spot, we want the ball punted. All right. So then uh, there were some questions asked about mm-hmm. Parker Fleming, who is in charge of the special teams. Here is what Ryan Day had to say about that. <clears throat> you know, I, I, I'm, I watch Parker every day, and I, and I see the way he coaches, and I think he's a great teacher and a great coach. You know, I can just tell you that you know he he works as hard as anybody in the building. We're all being evaluated every single time we're out there. And, you know, it's everybody that's involved in special teams. You know, it's not just the coordinator, although he's ultimately in, in charge and I'm ultimately in charge. So we, you, you can put it back on me. But clearly, you know, we, we've, you know, everybody who's in charge of special teams, because there's a lot of coaches that are involved with that, you know, in the meetings, um, can all do a better job. And and so, you know, we'll just keep pushing to, to make it better. But, you know, we, we know what the expectation is. I mean, that's not the biggest problem, I think, that you could point to with Ohio State season, no, I, but no. but yeah, he said it earlier, look, and obviously everyone knows all three phases have to be right if you're going to go win a national championship. True. Look, will there maybe be a little bit more evaluation at the end of the season? I'm sure. Yeah, but I mean, how many how many special teams coaches did you have to run through to get to the last return touchdowns? Right, the last punt return no touchdown, kidding. the last kick return touchdown. What are we still at Jalen Marshall in the national championship year and then Jordan freaking Hall before that right. for a kickoff return touchdown? And again, there, there's much more than that. But outside of the two scripts on the on the punts, I'm trying to think of what was really a massive game changer mistake in the kick game. Like I like to see kickoffs executed properly. 
I like to see, you know, punt coverage executed properly. There have been some returns, I guess, given up with some line drive punts and some returns given up. But Murko's had some good field flipping punts as well at times this year. And you just you need to kind of with Ryan Day, I don't think anything is to the point where you're you're looking at a firing midseason like what, you know, Lincoln Riley had to do with his defensive coordinator. No, I don't think no. so either. But it is worth noting that that is twice now we've seen a weird thing with a fake punt and both times it's come back as yeah that wasn't really the right call all right well then let's get i mean no agreed imagine that that happens part's got to stop now yeah imagine we've seen it happen in tight games this was a tight game at the time this occurred right both times i think it was a tight game when that occurred you've got to tell him going into a situation i don't even want you even if it looks clear i don't even want you doing it like that's yeah. got to that's got to be known for Murko well, field position, how the game flow is. I don't care if you think you'll get it by five yards. Just don't do it right here. Right. Just punt, flip it. Defense is is playing great right now. Let's maintain the flow of this game. Yeah, agreed. And I, I think it's not bad to consider that you you probably want to be as much trestle like as you can with special teams here. Nail those down. Let your defense roll. That's usually a good formula when you have a defense like Ohio State seems to have. Get the fourth down quarterback out there. Let's have a great play. Yeah. Uh, This is something that Michigan men were telling themselves left and right that this was a a real thing uh, that apparently Ryan Day's family was involved, uh, meaning I guess the rumor was his brother has a law firm that people were trying to tie to this private investigator or whatever it was yeah, that was the day brothers digging man. up information on Jim Harbaugh and the cheating scandal. And that's how we got info about Connor stallions and all that stuff. Well, now according to Ross Dellinger over at Yahoo sports, they have a source that says the NCAA says that Ohio state's Ryan day has no known ties to the Michigan science stealing probe. So this oh, is wow. Senior officials at the association and the conference told that to Yahoo sports. So I guess Dave Portnoy at Barstool is going to have to, I don't know, come up with some other way to ruin, try to ruin Ryan Day's life. Cause I don't, I don't know why this guy, I don't know. He's the biggest one that's done it, but there's other guys too, that keep putting this stuff out there. And it's, I'm not defending Ryan Day at all. If if that's happening, by the way, go ahead. It's all apparently fair and love and war. Jim Harbaugh seems to think so, but I don't, you have to actually have real info and they have no real info. They have the dreams and speculations of a sweaty, gross you know, barstool sports guy, and that's all they've got. So I don't understand. Got to tell you, Bone, really couldn't see this coming. Where this this part of the story was going to be debunked rather quickly. <laughs> right. The fact the fact that this was going to steer from Michigan cheating at football to you know what? Let's actually have uh, Ryan Day imprisoned for ten years. Look, this is not just this is not me in common, man. Just saying, we want everyone around us jailed for small infractions in daily life. No, this is real life. And they are trying to steer you off, fool you with trickery from a cheating scandal to, you know what? It's actually the head coach, Ryan Day, who's maybe one of the biggest victims in this because all that's all the line, all that's on the line every year for Ohio State in this series, it comes back on Ryan Day's head. It's actually his fault. He's obtaining this information illegally. It's all him. He should go to prison. Yeah. I I think it's worth noting here that that is something to keep in mind with all of what we're talking about. And we'll get into a little bit more. There's some more info on what's happening with this big 10 investigation and, and when that's all going to come down. But it's worth noting that we are not talking about a criminal investigation. You know, the idea of due process playing out. Well, if we were throwing people in jail, then yeah, I think we'd want to have due process. I don't believe Michigan fans had much to say about due process. 
when Jim Harbaugh, two hours after their game against Michigan State last year, when there was that fight in the tunnel, remember how he wanted everybody on Michigan State's team to be suspended for the rest of the season? Was there a due process? Was there a hearing? No. He went out and yelled at every person he could find, every microphone in Detroit and Ann Arbor he could find, screamed about it, and eventually got those guys suspended within like a day or two. There was no due process. Sure, there's video evidence. Sure, there's lots of evidence. But hey, we didn't get the whole side of the story. There's evidence with Jim Harbaugh. But now all of a sudden, Michigan wants you to take into account that we got to have a long, drawn-out legal process like we're going to throw this guy in jail. We're not. We're literally saying Jim Harbaugh might get suspended for a few games. Big Ten's fully within their rights to do that. Hey, and it, and it feels like it's coming, too. It really does. It does feel like it. But feels like something is right around the corner. But it's got to happen. I got to see it. And it's I, I'm not saying that because I'm a partisan Ohio State fan. I am saying that as if it's if you did something wrong, then there has to be a punishment for of it. Otherwise, why have the damn rule? Of, of course. I mean, again, like we can time will tell, right? Time will tell and everything that we get to learn about this scandal, where we put this in the Pantheon. Because, I mean, as I was preparing for my cheating quiz today, I'm just reading a lot of articles and going and looking at some of the past cheating scandals and you know, Spygate for the New England Patriots ranks up there pretty high. And it has a lot to do with the Patriots' success, as we know. And that's what made that story so inflammatory is because you got Bill Belichick. You've got Tom Brady. You've got all these Hall of Fame-level players that have rotated in and out of your organization. And yet you're going to those lengths to do that extra little bit of scouting where you could just you could just watch game film. Could you not just watch game film on the New York Jets? Remember that video yeah. of how they're talking about how they're going to dissect Ed Reed? I've seen that thing replayed a bunch of times. It's great stuff, right? Two football yeah. minds. You didn't need to do that, but it cuts deep. It The, the Astros thing, it tells us something that about, as people, we don't want to be wrong. Well, we don't want to be cheated in our relationships. We don't want to be cheated in sports. It just makes you feel insignificant and dirty, makes you feel like a loser, and you were treated unfairly. Nobody wants to feel like that. That's why it's such a big deal. Yeah, and I, and there's so much more on this, but I, I will just end it right now with this. I feel like cheating in the sense of, oh, hey, I flopped a little bit in a basketball game to try to draw a foul. I hate That's, that. Yeah, I know you hate it, but... but <laughs> I know, I know, every, go on. But every basketball team in the history of basketball does it, right? Like, some do it to better degrees. Some it's are, a gateway drug it's, into this. It's, it's gamesmanship versus out and out just again if you're the if you can tip a pitch and you can if you can read someone's tip yep when you're sitting on second base and you yep. can tell this is going to be a fastball and you can signal to your batter that that's going to happen more power to you that's different than saying yeah we've set up video cameras to do all of this like the astros were and they're banging on trash cans that is a it's the system it's not just hey i'm good enough at reading something in between the lines and i figured it out that's that's all acceptable. It's when you go beyond that extra step, and that's what it appears. That's what the rules Michigan are for. Yes. That, it's, just, it's just what the black and white the rule. rules are for. Yeah. All right. Inside the NFL next. It's Man and Bone. Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. 
Watch out for an accident on the right shoulder on Westerville Road northbound after Dempsey Road, as well as some slow traffic on 270 eastbound on that north outer belt after 71 north. Things are going to be slow from 315. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations. While supplies last. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The only thing scarier than Bones and allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Tuesday's going well. Timmy all filling in for Common Man today. We will go inside the NFL in mere moments. Don't forget, Man and Bone are brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company right here on The Fan. We still have so much to get to. We haven't got into the Jackets game from last night, which was such a roller coaster ride there. Uh, we have got plenty more on the Connor Stallions Michigan thing. I even forgot yesterday to bring up that Connor Stallions resigned on Friday. Well, we didn't more. even talk about it on the show yesterday. Yeah. But- well, I mean, we're here. We're amongst friends, Bone. We can we can call it like it was and say he was fired. He was totally fired. <laughs> no. Yeah, and then paid a bunch of hush money to not cooperate with the NCAA. Right? Here's of course. here's a That's... lot more than your fifty five thousand dollars salary <laughs> for working. You know, like we agreed to when you were right. going to work. 100-hour weeks and have a no. network of cronies that's going to you know tap into this video and decipher oh. the signals for us. Here's all that money on I the have, back end, I have buddy. so many things to say. We'll, we'll get into more of that. We'll even get into Connor Stallion's The Vacuum Salesman. I don't know if you saw any of that stuff. But Is he selling Kirby's? He, was, he sold one to my mom back in the oh, early 2000s then. Oh, mom bought a Kirby? Oh, mom's so nice when she was traveling. They were trap. My my mom and dad were traveling salespeople before they got into oh. the real jobs. Wow! So she has a soft spot. I had no <laughs> when idea the, when the vacuum salesman came around the neighborhood. They were in the house for ninety minutes. I always wanted an yeah. Oric an Oric vacuum cleaner oh. because of Paul Harvey, who would always I think he would ah, sell those. Paul yeah, Harvey. he would he would tell he you was about an him. Oric guy, huh? I believe there was that, and then the uh, Citricol. He would always talk about that. An ocular nutrition, all these weird companies. All yeah, right. the, the the Kirby weighs like three hundred pounds. By the way, oh, does it? Oh, is it one of those Suckers ones that made sat out on the steel? Yeah, it was like a big. It looked like a uh, like an oxygen tank, basically, yes, with yeah. a hose on it. Yeah, the, the base of it was yeah. just a massive hunk of steel. Gonna, look, don't move your vacuum around your house. Move your house around your vacuum. <laughs> right. Welcome to Kirby. We've got these Dysons now that yeah. attach to the wall. You just it rip it out. Two pounds. Yeah, yeah weigh, exactly. Weigh a pound or so. It's it's exactly great. right. All levels. It's good. All right. Inside the NFL. Let's do it. Common man and T-bones inside the NFL. Sponsored by Metal Supermarkets. Visit metalsupermarkets.com slash Columbus for all your metal needs. All right, Timmy, take it away. Nice. We got the vacuum cleaner portion of the show out of the way. They they actually used to call me the old VC when I was a third baseman the year I made the all-star team in the Woodbridge Little League. You were the Hoover of the team, I was the VC. They called me the vacuum out there at third base. Yeah, not because you sucked. It was because... Oh, it was a different kind of sucking. (laughs) 
You, you got all... Yeah, well, we'll just leave it there. All right, take it away, Timmy. I thought you'd like that. Take it away, Timmy. So, this one stinks for you, T-Bone, and for the rest of the Cleveland Browns. Well, if you like the way that Jedrick Wills blocked, that is. Jedrick Wills, this is too bad. He's on IR, MCL injury. Everybody saw it out there that was watching the game this past weekend. You never like to see a player down like that. He was in immediate pain. He kind of you know, hit his fist down on the turf, and you knew something was up. Yeah. He was a first-round pick back in 2020. He is he has played every single offensive snap for the Browns this season going into that game. The only the issue, I mean, the good, I guess, silver lining to this is he's not going to be out for the season. They're saying likely to come back before the end of the season. He's on the four-week IR, not on season-ending IR. So that, after he got carted off, you thought, oh, this could be it for him. But now maybe there's a glimmer of hope if he can get right quicker he might be able to come back in time for whatever the Browns have going on. Perhaps playoff run. Who Perhaps. Knows? Yeah. But at least that's some that's better than what I thought it was going to be initially. But good to hear that at least it's not season ending as of now. James Hudson is one of the options to replace Wills at left and tackle. You, and you know who right else now. is the option? Little uh little uh, offensive lineman from Ohio State who stands at a mere six foot eight, three hundred however many pounds he is, Dewan Jones. There had, too. You've had to really love what you've seen from Dewan Jones. Been, yeah, it's been great to see him. Yeah, I mean, you were hoping that from Big I, Thanos when I've you been, drafted him. And I've been happy about it. Yeah, absolutely. It has worked out. I, I mean, I thought we were going to see this, but the Tennessee Titans. Guess what? I mean, Mike Vrabel. He says Will Levis is going to be the starting quarterback for the rest of the 2023 season. Ryan Tannehill is going to be a backup. No offense to Ryan Tannehill, and whenever you say that, that you're about to offend somebody dearly. <laughs> he has seemed like the best backup quarterback in the NFL for quite some time. And Tennessee has accomplished some things as a football team. I mean, they met up with the Cincinnati Bengals in the postseason a couple years ago since he had to go to their place, and that was a big win for Joe Burrow and the Bengals at the time. But that was a shockingly good start. We think about Will Levis and his draft slide, right? And then here he is. Good start to his career, even though they did lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers. But that game one was really special. Uh, More quarterback news. Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals. We're not going to have Clayton striking up a tune anymore. If all goes well, he is going to start Sunday if no setback. So understand Coach Gannon isn't really telling us exactly that Kyler Murray is going to be back, but... I don't even know how much I love Kyler Murray. If we, you know, go five years out here, if he's still going to be a factor in the league, but they certainly need him with their quarterback situation. Well, I've, I've had my doubts ever since he came in, right? Where it was, yeah, this guy is what all of five foot four and uh, weighs like you know two hundred pounds, but and he's quick though, so don't worry that he's going to possibly get a you know just destroyed by these defensive lines. And then he's been hurt almost every year he's been out there. And Panama Ted's favorite color commentator that he plays clips of, Chris Collinsworth, he. He said this on the broadcast right after Jamar Chase got knocked down on a deep ball attempt. He said, ooh, I can tell you this much. His back's going to be sore when he wakes up. I've had that happen to me several times in my career. And Jamar Chase saying exactly that. Uh, Back very sore after the Bengals win over the Bills. But uh, hopefully he's going to be good. He said, the only thing I can do is get healthy for the team and try my best the rest of the season. That's not really saying that he's going to appear on the injury report or be no, doubtful for the upcoming game. But you don't want to see that with, with Jamar Chase. It's something to keep an eye on for sure. That wasn't a doink. That was a dong. <sighs> yeah, that's right. You got to be careful. Doinks and dongs. Got to watch out for him. All right. Come back. 
more on the Michigan stuff. A former Michigan coach actually had some harsh words for Jim Harbaugh, apparently. The apparently should give you a hint. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that next. It's Man and Bo and Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for some stop-and-go traffic on 70 eastbound on that west side between Mound Street and 315, as well as a disabled vehicle on the left shoulder causing a delay at 70 eastbound on the west side as well after Wilson Road. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Feel confident in your pet's safety while experiencing the convenience of Invisible Fence brand. Customized for you and your pet's needs, patented fence technology is paired with hands-on training from certified pet trainers to give your pet the safest freedom possible. Learn more by visiting InvisibleFence.com. I'm Nicole. 97.1 fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Oh yeah, welcome into it. The stupidity exists, even though Common Man is not here. Timmy Hall is. Hope your Tuesday is great. We are doing Rapid Fire coming up 434. That is uh, Teddy's favorite segment of the week. It's time to shine. It's good He's got one. all those questions. We I always like enjoy him. So we got that coming up. We've got a game show coming up, 5 o'clock hour. Timmy Hall is in. What's the game show we're doing again? It is the cheater quiz. All kinds of cheating will be explored. Oh, that's, Not just sports cheating. Don't you love that? I I, I can't wait. I, you know, again, this this story about Connor Stallions in Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, it, it, it warms my heart. Because as I've said before, I think... Love is good. We need love in the world. And in the real world, love is better than hate. I think love overcomes hate. In sports, it's the inverse. Hatred is the thing that I think many fans can unite on the fact that like, hey, man, we all just don't like that team over there. So we're all just going to be mad about it. I mean, how many people hated the Patriots for years, right? How many people hated the Yankees, Cowboys? No offense, Teddy, right? I mean, the Lakers, people like to root against a Uh team. Yep. Sadly, sadly, the only time in life I can ever remember that this is done like what you describe sports hatred is when you're in middle school and you're all hating on one one sad individual. It's That's terrible, right? right? Yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. and it's not and it's not cool at all. It's it's the worst thing. Yeah. This is great when it's all in good fun and it's just sports hatred. That's exactly right cuz I think that's where we have to, I think, separate this Michigan stuff a little bit from the real world thing. You got Michigan people like, we're going to sue. We're going to go tie this up in court. Hey, how about you just take your medicine if this happened? And it did. That There's there's no denying you had Connor Stallions on your sideline. This guy who's a recruiting analyst is calling every play for every other team that you're playing against. Everybody has records that this guy had bought tickets. People were in those seats videotaping other sidelines for non-Michigan games. There you go. What what else do you need to see? Clearly, Michigan didn't need to see any more than that when it came to Michigan State last year with their players in the tunnel. That was no due process for that. But I like this quote from a uh, former Michigan man. You know, the Michigan coaches we hear all about. That's all they want to tell you about, right? It's just that's that's a coaching lineage they've had there. The great coaches that we have at Michigan. Timmy, ever heard of a guy named Glenn E. 
Glenn Bo, E. Bo Schembechler. Yeah. Glenn Schembechler, a.k.a. Bo Schembechler. Ever heard of him? He's the one that wore that thin M on his hat. Uh, yeah, that's right. Like Jim Harbaugh likes to pretend that he's... <laughs> oh, yeah. That's he's, right. He's started to rock the thin M so he can feel more like Bo. Well, I saw uh, your your friend uh, Reflog on Twitter, Chris, and also uh, lots of other people posting this, too. Good Little, golfer, the McNeil. Yeah. This... Uh, book called Bo's Lasting Lessons The Legendary Coach Teaches Timeless Fundamentals of Leadership. And this is a quote from that book. Now, reminder, Bo Schembechler has passed away as many people are aware. Common Man killed him. Few people know that, but he did. Um, so, this is Bo Schembechler from a book that was written before Jim Harbaugh ever became the head coach at Michigan. Uh, here we go. Every coach, every executive, every leader, they all know right from wrong. Even those Enron guys. Gives you an idea when this quote dropped. When someone uncovers a scandal in their company, I don't think they can say, I didn't know that was going on. They're just saying they're too dumb to do their job. Ooh, shots fired. And if they really are too dumb, then why are they getting paid millions of dollars to do it? They know what's going on. So he's saying you have Woo! no defense. If you if your argument is, I didn't know Connor Stallions was out there doing all this stuff. Well, then you're too dumb to have the job, Jim Harbaugh. And if you did know, then you're a dirty lowdown cheater. And either way, the NCAA says... You can be punished for either one. Even if you didn't know, that's okay. They can still punish you. That is, that's too good. I do love the fact that he's mentioning Enron. <laughs> he outdates <laughs> that quote. I wonder if Bo Schembechler was as uh, big a fan of fun with Dick and Jane as uh, our family is. The good uh, Jim Carrey movie. Oh, oh that's yeah. so good. Do you like that movie? Oh, it's it's incredible. What are you kidding? That's that I is, love that movie. That comedy where he's running around the house like yelling about being indicted, that is one of the best scenes. And I don't know why I feel like that movie gets lost in the shuffle with all the early 2000s comedies. It's all about old school and wedding crashers. Fun yeah, with Dick and fun, Jane fun is better Dick than and all Jane that. Dick and Jane was good. You it, got Alec Baldwin as the creepy boss. Well, and you have you have two like regular people from the suburbs suddenly going on the lamb and have like committing a crime wave. It's that's kind of fun. Uh -huh. I enjoy yeah, that. Jack and Dick. Not the same movie, but still also good. Close. Uh, Big Ten has informed Michigan that it might face that too might face disciplinary action. So this is per the Big Ten bylaws. This is the thing they have to do if there is going to be a punishment coming down. You have to notify the school of the punishment before the punishment happens. So now that obligation has been fulfilled. It's for like the giving NCAA a bylaw. It's like giving a beware. Yeah, more yeah. or less. It's you. You have to give a notice that there will be something coming down, and then Michigan can be ready to. Yeah, I'm sure, I'll tell you this, I'm guessing Michigan already knows what the punishment is, right? Or they are they have a pretty good idea. Maybe they don't have it officially in writing, but I'm guessing if there is a punishment coming, they're already getting that through back channels. Because I can tell you this, there are back channels buzzing all around here about what may or may not be coming down in the next few days. So if that's happening around Columbus, and I'm sure it's happening in East Lansing, and I'm sure it's happening in even West Lafayette, you can guarantee in Ann Arbor, they're hearing something. And if nothing else, they probably sent some low-level janitor down to Indianapolis to spy on in the NCAA halls or maybe over to Chicago to spy on the Big Ten halls to find out what kind of punishments might be coming down. Yeah, I just, I'm so curious, as everybody is, this story has dominated for the last month, and it's it's been a great bit of fun, right? To know that Michigan is on the chopping block for something like this, and it does have to do with something that gives them a competitive advantage 
in the football games. It's It's been marvelous to watch. It's been hilarious to watch them try to turn the discussion back to Ohio State. What we already talked about in the, sh- in the show that was debunked by Ross Dellinger and Yahoo yesterday, how there was n- absolutely nothing that the NCAA found with their claim that you know, Ryan Day was the one that triggered the investigation and the hunt for them and, you know, illegally obtaining things from Connor Stallion's computer. All that is a bunch of crap. And and look, we still have things that they've done so much cheating that it's hard to keep it straight in a lot of ways. The NCAA has even jumped in with Central Michigan to try to get to the bottom of the guy that looks just like Connor Stallions. <laughs> did you get that thing that I sent you guys yesterday? Yes, we the did. Show? Jen talked I, about I, it. I didn't yeah. know if you guys hit on yeah, that. Well, they, the they the facial, facial recognition, recognition, which is over like a .5, which means if it's leaning closer to a 1.0, that it is the guy. <laughs> and he's He's got the, the shades with the blue light on like you buy at the sharper image. I mean, come on. I don't no. know uh, how much those would help you all the way across the sideline, but it's just ridiculous. Well, and that the fact that Eastern Michigan is now part of, or Central Michigan, I'm sorry, they're part of the NCAA investigation into what happened on their sidelines, which they'd like to know as, as well. They I'm don't. sure he's been an Eastern Michigan coach, too. <laughs> and Western. Go Broncos. Dude, this guy, and if you're saying, how would someone have the cojones to actually go on the sideline of another university while working for a bigger university to scout a team. Might I remind you, or at least inform you if you didn't know this. So Connor Stallions, when he moved to Ann Arbor in 2022, uh, this is all from the wall street journal, his HOA sued him for allegedly running a business out of his uh, unit, like where he lived, the, the rental property. In legal documents, Stallion said the suit was the design of a Michigan State fan hoping to distract him. Mm. Now, what this all involved was, do you know what his business was? No. Vacuum cleaning. Oh, vacuum. he was a vacuum yeah. salesman. Now, not door to door. Right, right. But what he Back apparently... Back to the vacuums. He sold on Amazon. He had a little storefront and he sold vacuums that he claimed were refurbished like new. You could buy them at a discount. Someone from the Wall Street Journal, Lane Higgins, who's a reporter for the Wall Street Journal, dug up the reviews from his online store. And it's a bunch of people complaining that the vacuums had hair in them. They weren't even they weren't yeah. even cleaned out. They they had scratches all over them. They were they were essentially used junk vacuum cleaners that he was boxing up and selling to people not very as if they had been refurbished. Yeah, not very refurbished like what you expect when you get a refurbished phone. It has gone through you know, a 10 point process. It's been cleaned. It's been right. restored to its factory settings. And it's, you've, you even have some kind of second time around warranty. That's going to yeah. back it up. If it's a reputable business. Yeah, it is to me, this idea that, well, how could this guy possibly want to do all that? How could he be this brazen? Apparently he's brazen enough to do stupid stuff like that, right? This is a former Naval officer who is selling used vacuum cleaners online that are no good, that people apparently do not want and do not like, and they're getting, they felt ripped off. Also, this is a guy who didn't follow the rules of his HOA, which I'm I'm not saying that if you do that, you're suddenly a criminal, but I'm saying this guy seems to have a pattern of not really feeling like the laws and the rules apply to him. What do they think about him? I wonder. I wonder what the Naval Academy thinks about this guy right now and how he's carrying himself. And if he's a dirty, rotten cheater, I'm sure that's not that's not something they're really thrilled about. I, I'm they sure they've got be. other issues to worry about at present time, but yeah, I'm I'm sure that's not uh, a great look that but it shouldn't reflect poorly on them. It reflects poorly on him as we know. Again, the Michigan people want to say 
well, this guy, it was just a rogue actor. Great. That rogue actor was standing next to your coordinators on the sideline of huge games. So that defense does not fly to me, right? Timmy, if like, no, no, it doesn't. There's no way you could have that guy standing in your ear whispering to you. Well, and remember, CJ Stroud's going to throw the ball and then say, oh, he was just some guy. We don't even really know where he got his info. All of the, the crap about, you know, how Jim Harbaugh didn't know, so that exonerates him. Even that is gone. I mean, D- Dennis Dodd went back digging into the NCAA bylaws just a f- five or six days ago. He pointed it out. 11.1.1.1. That's a lot of point ones for a bylaw. <laughs> That's why no one is able to look this That's crap right. up unless exactly you're Dennis right. Dodd. And it states a head coach previously, the old the old bylaw is presumed to be held responsible for the actions of all institutional staff members. It is now changed. This was a few years back. A head coach shall be held responsible for their actions and the actions of all institutional staff members. Yeah, it's. I mean, that seems pretty clear to me. That's an NCAA rule. You got the Big Ten rules too for sportsmanship. I think it's all getting ready to come down a little bit. At least the the ruling on you know whether or not. Yeah, if it's going to be the Harbaugh can coach game, for the next couple of weeks, it yeah. will be the two game suspension and a ten thousand dollar fine. Or if it has to go more than that. Then it needs approval from a joint group executive committee, which includes officials from several Big Ten schools, which newsflash, all the officials from several Big Ten schools hate his guts. Yeah. And they would more than likely be happy to go, go above that if they could. That's right. All right. We've talked a lot of meat chicken. We'll talk more about that, I'm sure, at some point in the show. Next, we're going to tell you about an NFL team, specifically the Kansas City Chiefs, who are completely delusional. Details next. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall, filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident blocking the left lane on US 33 westbound near 270, and some stop and go traffic on 670 westbound between 71 and 3rd Street, causing just a couple minute delay there. This report is sponsored by IKEA. IKEA supports you from November 10th through 22nd. Veterans and active military get 15% off IKEA purchases up to $3,000. In store only, excludes Los Angeles area stores. See IKEA.com for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Happy Tuesday to you. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Rapid Fire coming up at 434. Rapid Fire. Five o'clock hour game show. We'll talk about cheating. I know we've talked a lot of Michigan today. We're going to switch it up a little bit. Talk about a delusional team in my mind. Uh, You know, of course, America's team is, according to many people, the Dallas Cowboys. Owned, uh, talk owned, about delusional. Owned by Jerry Jones. I want me some glory hole. That's a real quote that man has said multiple times. Apparently he likes to make that part of his discussion topics, whatever. Can I can I just say this once and for all? Because I know this is ridiculous with the Washington football franchise, how you know you've had some some steam about another name change to the actual team with Magic being involved with them now. Could you just once and for all name the damn team the Americans? Mm. And just have the final, I've I've said this 10 times, like when they've been going through these last two name changes, 
Just do it. Just take it over. It's so, right there for you. You're in Washington, D.C. You're the yeah. Washington Americans. The and Washington. Then, yes. You have to shut up the Cowboys forever. Oh. That's yeah, it. I see. You're not it's, America's so, team anymore. We're so, the Americans. Boy, that would be quite the thing, wouldn't it? Why not? Why not? If you're in the NFC East, you've got the Cowboys who call themselves America's team. Yeah. You yeah. have the essentially the Eagles. Bald Eagle is the symbol of Philadelphia, America. Philadelphia. Capital, right. New York's New York. You could have the Washington Americans, or as I would call them, the WAs, the... <laughs> that's what I would call them. And then, <laughs> yes, they then just off like on their own, you just have the New York Giants. Like, just yeah. a mythical creature. But the no Jolly one Green ever Giant. Right, it wouldn't fit. Now, they'd have to change their name to something, right? They'd have to, I don't know. They'd have to go some route, try to one-up all the other Americanism going on. The Liberty. New York oh, Liberty. Oh, there you go. New York Liberty. That's not taken, that's that's not, No one's using that. <laughs> don't, call, don't tell the WNBA. That's not a thing. Don't even worry about is it, right? Is that their WNBA team? Yeah. It is. Okay. Actually, on SNL the other night, they had Mike Wache had a great joke where he's like, congrats to the New York Liberty for winning the WNBA championship. <laughs> and of course, SNL is in New York. So everybody cheers and he goes, I'm just kidding. The Aces took him in five, you phonies. None of you watched. And, it's, <laughs> and I was watching going, I don't think that's... That's right. Because <laughs> that Becky Hammond, good. Becky Hammond, two-time champ over there with the Aces. I did actually know former Spurs assistant. That's good. Coaches there, but yeah. Remember, you remember how we used to play the game as kids where we had to name off all of the sports teams that didn't end in S, where their nickname oh. didn't end in S, and how with the WNBA, that's like eighty percent of the teams. Yeah, right. You they're, do have a lot. None they, of them end in they're, S. Because they're Except newer the aces. teams. Right. Yeah. Aces is one of them. That's right. Surprised they're not the, the Las Vegas Blackjack. Oh, yeah. That could not been. end in That's S. not bad. Because there's a million possibilities to have a Vegas-themed, well, themed you know, uh, You know the one we should have is the Columbus Quest. Forever. There you go. Your, your ABL champs. The reigning two-time defending and then the league folded. But they were the only champs that league ever had. Anyway. The Johnny Quest. I could go on forever. Katie Smith is a god. Anyway, the point is, back to the Chiefs with an S. Uh, they want to be the world's team, not like the Cowboys, who are just America's team. Chief President uh, Mark Donovan said that this is something they they absolutely feel serious about. He said it can be looked at as maybe arrogant. No, it is arrogant. <laughs> I like to look at it as ambitious, but we want to be known as the world's team. We think the opportunity exists today for us to set a foothold, that we are the world's team, that people look at the Chiefs as an international representation of the NFL. All right. Do you feel like the Chiefs, if you had, I mean... If you had to name an American sports team that has cachet across the world, Timmy, for me, the Chiefs would not even be in the top five teams that I would think internationally people are aware of. I'm thinking international brands. I'm trying to think of what's the most global game that we have first. Okay. And as much as we love football, it's not the most global game. That would be basketball. Yeah, so I think you're right. There I would say the Lakers, the Warriors, and the New York Knicks, even though they well, suck. No, but, but definitely not the Knicks, but the, the Lakers, Lakers and the Warriors. Be, Lakers would be on the for West sure. Coast. Celtics and might be for, you know, for that purpose too. The Celtics Boston could be in Celtics. There. We also know what a big brand basketball is in Asia. Of course. So some of the West Coast teams i think would get a little bit more like you said cachet yeah. with their fans just naturally of course but the lakers i don't think you're wrong with you know two of the largest markets in the u.s los angeles san francisco their two teams being right there and yes. they've had incredible stars and a lot of success yeah, of course you know uh, as you know social media has blown up here in the last 10 years and everything what's another 
global sport that's if it's not the NBA, it would have to be next baseball, right? I mean, you have a lot of people who watch that internationally in Japan yeah. through Latin America. You're looking at the Yankees. I mean, come on. Yeah. Hate I, to say it, but you're looking you know, at the I Yankees, think, Dodgers as well. Yankees and Dodgers are probably both more well known across the globe than the Chiefs are. Oh, come on. Yeah. The only on. the only reason that the Chiefs might be in the top five right now, I mean, in the moment. Is not Swift. because of football. Taylor Swift. It's because of one of their players, yeah, Travis yeah. Kelsey, dating the perhaps most famous musician on the planet right now. Yeah, they're not. They're just, you know me, I love Kansas City as much as anybody. I think it's a wonderful town. It's a great place to raise a family. It's There's a lot of, lot of fun stuff going on in Kansas City. You know I love their barbecue. I mean, that's one of the best things, right? But... It's not in a great place to try to make a reputation as an international team. Yeah. That's just it. They've won, and that's the the biggest thing besides Taylor Swift coming along to buddy up with Travis Kelsey. They've won Super Bowls, and the entire world does watch that Super Bowl. So, therefore, they can become a big brand. They're going off. They're going for fair weather fans. It's who's the best team. And if I'm someone that, you know, is living in Germany and I just saw the Chiefs come to Frankfurt. And I love the American. I love the game. I love American football. They could be on my short list of five teams to pick just because they have Patrick Mahomes. They've won Super Bowls. They have Travis Kelsey. And now he's dating Taylor Swift. So it checks some boxes there. Yeah. Oh, I, I, a hundred percent believe that the Chiefs are a higher profile team, clearly from winning Super Bowls. And I know people do watch that around the world, but the majority of people who watch that, the Super Bowl, it's here. Like uh, their viewership is large around the world. It's not approaching. Like the NBA Finals, it's not approaching certainly soccer or anything to do with that. I would argue there's probably a couple hockey teams that are probably as big if you count. Like, I mean, Russia has a lot of people that live there. Last I checked, right? They kind of follow hockey. There's a lot of places in Europe that follow hockey. You have a lot of teams probably in the NHL, two or three that are as big of a brand in Europe as yeah, let's say. I agree. You know, so I'm not saying that's the biggest globally. I'm just pointing out there's you got a long way to go for the Chiefs. What? Before what? you become, and even then, like the Patriots would probably be more well known because if you're going to think of American sure, yeah. football, Tom Brady Cowboys, and all the winning they did, Cowboys and Patriots just by their names. Right. If you go ask people not in America, what do you think of when you think of Americans? You think of Cowboys, Patriots. These are words that are associated with America to some degree around the world, but also they have famous logos and famous players like Tom Brady. So how many how many Americans do you think were in the stadium? They're playing at Bayern Munich's. No, clearly not. They were in Frankfurt. So I don't know what oh, soccer clubs. Yeah, stadium, but it was a cool looking stadium that looked to seat about 60 ish thousand like a sure. NFL stadium would. How do you do you wonder about that? Like how many oh, like Americans or people or who traveled expats over or people that traveled over and then how many just locals or people that, you know, travel from other spots in Europe? I would bet Europe? I would wager it's it's much less than 50 percent of that stadium was people who had ties to the U.S. I would bet the, the majority of people yeah. were People At least sixty percent. Yeah, people in Germany, non-Americans. Right. And one thing I always forget about with Germany too, there there were a lot of people like when you. There was a time where U.S. soccer had a lot of German-born players because they have large naval bases in or large air force, naval everything in yeah. Germany. Yeah, and they there are you know servicemen who settled there who stay there afterwards mm-hmm. or kids who were born there and then they 
their families stay there afterwards and they go on to their careers. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's probably some of that too, right? But overall, I think the game was just extremely popular in Germany back when NFL Europe was a thing. And I don't think that's ever died. I don't know if you caught this, if you watched most of that game, but they were coming out of a commercial break. And that's why we talk about globally. And if they'd be a global team, this song, the whole stadium was singing John Denver's Country Roads. <laughs> The whole stadium is singing a tune about West Virginia Mm -hmm. in Germany. Sure. And they were loving it. Amen. Everybody knew the words. They were loving it. This is one thing about Europe. You cannot, we we, we don't do it as well as Europe. Singing with a group of people. That is soccer culture, man. So a lot of those fans that go to sporting events, they're fully okay with just belting a song for three minutes. Full voice, the entire stadium. Take me home. It's great. Take me home. Country roads. Rapid fires up next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident on US 40 at Schultz Avenue and watch out for some stop and go traffic on 70 eastbound on the east side between US 33 and 270 causing about a five minute delay. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings happy hour has beer, cocktails and bar food for only three to six bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Nicole from 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Off topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Rapid fire coming up in mere moments. Don't forget, Timmy Hall is in for Common Man today. But as you know, Mike and I, we do our sports gambling. We do it only at one place. It is the Hollywood Casino Sportsbook right here in Columbus. You can go check out their lovely casino over there on the west side. We will be out there in mere weeks again for a couple more radio shows. We'll be doing those uh, in concurrence with some big events, of course, in the sporting world, which I can't name here, but you can go find out more, of course, by checking out our website, 971thefan.com. We love their app. We love everything about what's going on with gambling at Hollywood Casino Sportsbook. Huge wall of TVs, massive space there for you and your friends to get together. Of course, if you're all over 21, you have to be over 21 to attend. And of course, you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. But that's where we like to go. Hollywood Casino Sportsbook. Check it out today. Teddy, you ready? Let's do some rapid fire. Rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. All right, Ted, rapid fire number one. The Buckeye men's basketball team started their season last night with a win over Oakland. What are your expectations for this season? I have low expectations based on last year. So my baseline expectations for Buckeye basketball is every year you should be a tournament team. I don't think that's too much to ask of Chris Holtman, of any coach that's there, given the resources you have. So for me, make the tournament. And I would like to say more than that, but you didn't come even close really last year, barring a miracle run in the Big Ten. So for me, make the tournament. That's your baseline expectation. Yeah, my my baseline expectation goes one step above that. And I know that stings for all the hardcore basketball fans because that has not been enough because... 
you need to see a team go back to a Sweet 16, and it has been far too long. But again, like you said, coming off the season they had, it's tough. But I still have to go back to the expectation for a basketball program of this caliber. Go to the tournament, win at least a game. And you should be hunting around that fifth place spot in the Big Ten. Hopefully can do a little bit better because outside Purdue and Michigan State, maybe Illinois and Maryland there, you should be able to compete and get up to those spots if you're a good team. I agree. Rapid fire number two. Is it an overreaction to say that the Ravens are the best team in the AFC? I mean, I don't think that's... I don't think they are... I guess it's a bit of an overreaction, I guess. I was I'd going say to say yeah. I was going to say I think they are in that category of top three teams in the AFC, but that loss to the Steelers is kind of weird. I'm still not there. They are the best team in the AFC North. I don't think that's a yeah, question. It's, it's an overreaction. And that's the to toughest just division. They're better than the Chiefs, right? Just no. to assume they're better than the Chiefs, who are also seven and two and just beat I'm, the Miami I'm Dolphins saying, without playing a great game. I don't yes, but that is the Ravens' M.O. They don't always play a great game, and yet they find ways to win, typically. So, right, but the Chiefs actually win in the postseason. That's right, and that's <laughs> and the next step. That maybe you the second-best quarterback to ever pick up a ball. So that's true. They, they're, they're better. Yeah, but right now, who's playing better? I could see you saying the Ravens. I don't think it's a complete overreaction. I do not think they're the best team in the AFC. How about that? Rapid-fire number three. All four of those AFC North teams are in position to make the playoffs. Will they all make the playoffs? And if not, then which team or teams fall out? Well, no. In my no, mind, no in, the AFC, in the AFC North, they're not all going to make the playoffs. Um, there's two candidates to fall out. There's the worst team in that division, which I will get the Steelers. To. Yes, they they but they have Mike Tomlin. So, will they fall out? I would think they should. They're not very good, and yet they keep winning games. They should have no business winning. The other team that is a likely candidate to not make the playoffs from there is who? Which team of those four has a history of disappointing its fan base? Oh, you boy. know which one I'm going to say. I have no idea. I'm just pointing out the Browns would probably be the other one if I had to pick one of them. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope it's not my Browns, but I mean, of you, the teams, I hope it's the Steelers, and if it's not them, I'm guessing it'll be the Browns. You know how easy this is to do? I mean, who's your favorite quarterback in the AFC North? Who do you think the best quarterback is in the AFC North? Um, I mean, I think it's Joe Burrow when healthy and right. right. So they're in. Who do you think the second quarterback is Lamar. in the AFC North? It's Lamar. So they're in. That's the two. Yeah. If there's if there is any two that'll drop out, it will be like you said. The the Browns are, I believe, a little bit better off than the Steelers. The Steelers have a differential of minus thirty. They're five Whoa. and three, and they're getting outscored by thirty points. The Browns are five and three. They're plus forty two. Right. In the differential. Yeah, it's, it's, it's shocking. It is shocking. You're right. Uh, rapid fire number four. We're basically at the halfway point of the NFL season. Which team has been the most disappointing and which team has been better than you expected? Well, the team that's been better than I expected, I just mentioned, is the stupid Steelers. I thought, can we just have a year where they are abysmal? Just once can I see that? Not have them be a hovering around 500 team? I know half the Steelers fans would actually like that for once. Just having a miserable season so you can get a top five pick. They're not going to get it this year, I don't think. So they've been the uh, team that has played better than I expected. I mean, uh, as far as disappointments, I guess you could say the Jets, but not because... I mean, we know why that is. You thought they were going to have Aaron Rodgers healthy. They haven't, so they're not as good as you would think. But I guess those are my two easy answers. Yeah, I would say the Chicago Bears were just getting so hyped up. So hyped up in the offseason about how Justin Fields was going to be, how they got DJ Moore... 
you know, second year with the coaching regime there. It was all going to be different for the Chicago Bears, the monsters of the midway. And then not. And I would have to say the team that's quarterbacked by another Ohio State guy, the Houston Texans. Right. Houston Texans. Yeah, they, you're right. That's four. a good call. I mean, what They've been a, extremely surprising. What, the fact that they're a... Were they a one-win team? I mean, they picked yeah. number two overall, so they were either a one or a two-win yeah, team. Yeah, wasn't that a thing where they... It was a thing at the end of the season, right? right? Where yeah, they flipped. won the game and got themselves They might have been two wins. For, or, yeah, they had a yeah. tie or something. Yeah, you're right. And they wound up getting the right quarterback, not Bryce Young. <laughs> they wound up getting the guy they needed in C.J. Stroud. And wow, he, he is incredible. You can't make up enough good things to say about how he has walked in there and not just taken over the locker room but played well. And that all lines up too cuz all the off-season stuff, it has it has matched what's gone on with CJ Stroud on the field, what his teammates said about him, just the early looks of how he was studying. It, it's been great to see. Uh rapid fire number 5. Is the movie Black Sheep the greatest movie about an election? And if not, then what is? <laughs> That's a really good, good, good question. Tweet there. Good I like yeah, that. way to shout out the <laughs> the the Chris Farley tweet there. Voting kicks ass, yeah. Yeah, um, it's up there. Uh, isn't the campaign a good comedy too? Campaign is one I was going to mention. Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Put, push I it, did. push it real good. Yeah. <laughs> That's I enjoy that one. That, that is a that is a good one. You know another one that I guess is technically about an election. That's the entire movie, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's a school yeah. election, yeah, right? It but it is about an election. So yep. I guess if we're gonna not a presidential election or anything, but I I love Napoleon Dynamite. It's one of my favorite movies. The Manchurian Candidate with Denzel Washington. Oh. Well, and the Lewis Schreiber. Yeah, that was obviously. Oh, Paul kills yeah. you for a second. Say so that was mm-hmm. obviously made off the one back in the. What, early 70s? Yeah, yeah, the, the remake. Meryl Streep, John Voight. I mean, that yeah, one yeah. was a killer cast. Yeah, it yeah. was great. All right, good stuff, Teddy. I appreciate that. I liked it. Good rapid fire today. Uh, bad news for the Cavs fans. We'll talk about that next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident on Groveport Road at Williams Road, and stop-and-go traffic still causing a three-minute delay on 70 eastbound on the west side between Mount Street and 315. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers. Build Ohio right, build it union. New projects, new career opportunities, tomorrow's infrastructure is in the skilled hands of the Ohio Laborers. From roads and bridges to buildings and solar farms, the Ohio Laborers do it all. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Hope your Tuesday's going well. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. I am T-Bone. We will still go to the game show, which we have coming up 534. Plenty of other goodness for you as well throughout the rest of the show. It'll be the cheating quiz, everybody. That's right. Timmy's going to give us that. That's fun. Uh, I saw this story today, and it... I feel like we've been talking about this for over a year. I know specifically in the spring, like February, March, even before spring, we were 
debating this, questioning it. Diamond Sports Group, oh, yeah. which owns Bally Sports, Timmy, and as you've mm-hmm. heard, I am no fan of Bally Sports. Watching that product has been frustrating, not because of the people who run it locally, because of the the app itself and the Look, people who it, have it's do all, all it, the streaming stuff. It's all it. been a mess, too, and what depending on what provider you have, what your TV service is, how... At at the beginning, they were offered on YouTube TV, right? And then they quickly started doing deals with one of those stream providers. And it just it was a mess, depending on... Yeah. You, you, all you want as a consumer is to be able to purchase a, a TV subscription, not be price gouged, and be able to watch your regional sports teams. Absolutely. And now it's all about how much money can we make on this and making you go here or here to be able to watch our product. And then when you do that, they don't even work properly. And you're still missing your teams. Oh, I gave up on it's the worst trying to get the RSNs to work years ago when we had Spectrum. That was our cable service. And then right. they got into a thing with, at the time, I think it was Fox Sports, and it was off for a little bit. Uh-huh. And we ended up switching over to YouTube TV because I believe they had it for they a brief did. period of time. I know time. they had it. And then that went away because they got into a fight with mm-hmm. what became. And then Hulu all- had them for a little bit. <laughs> and I wouldn't know because I, I haven't yeah. been on Hulu. Right. So I don't know if they're back on there or not, but... Generally, you've been able to buy just a standalone yeah. app purchase, but it's not the cheapest, right? Is it twenty five a month? It's twenty a month, nineteen ninety nine a month. Not all that cheap just to watch your yeah. watch your local sports teams, which in essence you'd like to think would be free to just turn on a channel. Well, and like last year, they sell right? the advertising. I should be able to watch for free. I'm probably going to go to a couple games and pay several hundreds of dollars towards that team in a given year. Yeah, but last year I, you know, I saw the jackets were terrible after the first couple months and i didn't have to buy and i wasn't buying that anymore because i'm like well okay i don't need it for that anymore that's fine yeah so then but th- this year i wanted to get it again to watch the jackets watch the calves and picked it up and had some difficulties with it and uh, it was the app itself not because i don't know how to use apps i've got peacock i've got you know paramount no, plus you're, you're we got all the i've, I've been streaming for years <laughs> i know you know how bad. to use an app but you're not 85 years old you don't have to call people to help you uh, log in yeah They've had issues with it. They've apologized. They apparently issued users a seven-day credit. Oh, thanks for the issues that they've had. That's the least you could have done. But anyway, uh, so they last year we were talking about this because we thought, all right, jacket season coming to an end, NBA season coming to an end with the Cavs, Reds and Guardians starting up their seasons. Are they going to be on these RSNs? Because they Diamond Sports Group that owns all these things went bankrupt. Not just here. They went, you know, they own all these across the U.S. They essentially whatever used to be Fox Sports, you know, California or Fox Sports Midwest or whatever, all those became Bally Sports and they're owned by Diamond Sports Group, which went bankrupt. So we wondered, how are they going to keep going? Well, not only did they get the baseball season in, the new NBA and NHL seasons have started with them on still Bally Sports Group. Right. So it now has been revealed that the NBA and Diamond Sports Group have an agreement in place that guarantees Diamond's regional sports networks will provide local broadcasts for all 15 teams they have contracts for, including the Mavs, Clippers, Spurs, Cavs, among others. This agreement ends the uncertainty about where those teams would be able to make it through the season. But that's fine. If I'm glad they've got that worked out, at least through the end of the year, but that cannot be the plan going forward, right? For these regional sports networks. Now, obviously, I'm no fan of Diamond Sports Group. It has not worked out well. My user experience has been awful, but... Putting that aside, this is an entity that is bankrupt. They are in bankruptcy court. This is not approved yet because the bankruptcy court has to say, yeah, I guess that's cool that you're going to still run these games. I don't understand why the NBA wants to 
do this business? Why wouldn't you want to just find another provider or do it yourself? Yes. And look, we've already had several examples where Diamond Sports Group was missing the payments to particular clubs. Take the San Diego Padres, for example. I think it was mid-season. Am I right? Somewhere around then where Major League Baseball took over the broadcasting of those games. Yeah. And you were rattling off some teams there. The Phoenix Suns, they recently announced that they're going to just over-the-air broadcasting. Yeah. So I haven't really checked in to see what those experiences have been like for Phoenix Suns fans out in that area. And if some of the other markets in Phoenix that would also have previously cared a lot about regional sports network and getting access, do they have access to or do you have to be in a certain radius around Phoenix to t- like, does it have to be a uh, Phoenix, whatever, ABC, CBS, NBC, yeah. or Fox affiliate that airs them? And if you don't get it through through that, like, are you screwed? I don't know. The the Jazz, I think we're doing the same exact thing over the air television yeah. in Salt Lake City. So if I was little Timmy sitting in Ogden, Utah, would I be able to get Jazz basketball at that point in time? I don't know. But all all that needs to happen they need to figure out a way where they can get their product to the people that really want to watch. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it should be so easy. I would think that would be the priority for the NBA. I would also think for the NHL, they've got to, they've got to figure something out. The NHL specifically has the deal with ESPN plus where that is your new, that's your NHL package. It's all, if you have ESPN plus, you have all the NHL games you want, but not the jackets, but not the jackets. Cause they're blacked out locally because they're supposedly a local provider. That's reliable, except there isn't cause this has not been reliable. And so I think the easy solution there is ESPN Plus should just say, oh, yeah, these are unlocked in all the local markets. We'll just unblock it. Like like Apple, right? The NHL should come in and say, "Uh, sorry, RSNs that are in bankruptcy court. We're not going to prop you up. That's your fault. But you guys aren't living up to your bargain. Our fans are getting screwed out of being able to watch these games. We're going to put these on ESPN Plus because they actually can deliver this. And they have not had problems with it. So They can deliver that and... Yeah, that, it would be be better for them. I'll you tell know? you, it'd be, be better up. for them to have a lot more people tuning in and their streaming numbers yeah. would go way up and it would prove how many people are just sadly getting frozen out of wanting to watch their local teams play. Well, you mentioned Apple TV. I've had that with the crew this year. And it, you know what? A lot of people, I was skeptical of it. Right. I, will, I will say this for Major League Soccer. I did not think I would be praising it. That thing has been rock solid. No issues. There you go. Not one drop, not one. I've not had one issue with it, and I've watched at least uh, 15, 20 games and this there's, year. And there's no confusion of where you have to go. Yeah, it's right? all, there's no like, you're no blacked confusion. out if you're in this city. I watch any team, any game I want to watch, yep. same as my local team. And again, uh, it was sad to see what their choices were for their local broadcasters. That, I think, was not the right move. Well, but you know what they even did with that? The home game broadcast audio is available. Their radio call is available, and it syncs up with the TV. So I listen right, to Chris I Doran. It. I get when it. I'm That's watching cool. crew games at, at their home games, I can listen to our call, Chris Doran, right here on the yeah. fan. You can hear that on Apple TV. Again, that's that, a, is, that is neat. That's one that of the best neat. streamers I've seen. I don't know. Whoever's running Apple TV, you should hire that person to run other things, too, because they're they're doing a good job with it. I'm just saying the local TV announcers, like you have obviously one of the greats. Jeff Rimmer comes in, and yes, you guys have a great, yes. we have a great relationship with him, and people love him. People adore him. You kind of grow up watching your team with him. That's what regional TV has been. It's been cool. You get the pregame show, the whole entire game, a little bit of the postgame show. I don't know why MLS chose to go that way. They, they needed to have TV broadcasters. 
Of course. You know? Yeah. So why not just stay with the relationships that those clubs had already made with their yeah. guys like the Neil Seekers? I wish the world. I wish they would have, because you're right. That does get lost. And I and I do think that sucks. That's the only that's the only thing I will say that Apple TV has not done well is yeah. that. But the ra- the radio call option, that's cool. Yeah. That absolutely cool. right. By the way, don't forget, of course, we will have all the action for you whenever the jackets are playing, whenever the crew are playing. We are the home of both of those. So if your TV provider for the crew or for the uh, jackets rather lets you down, you can always hear the action right here on the fan. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more. The crew are in action tonight. We'll explain how that's going to work when we come back. And also, Michigan trying to muddy the waters yet again. All that and more next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident blocking the left lane on US 33 westbound near I-270 and some slow traffic on I-70 eastbound on the east side between US 33 and 270. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Hope your Tuesday is going well. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We've got a game show coming up 534, Timmy. Talking about cheaters, right? That's right. It is the cheating quiz, All which right. you are not allowed to cheat I'm not, on. I'm going to try not to cheat. If you do, you are expelled from the show. Mm. Gone. Well, we don't want to, we don't, Burned. I don't want that. Or I might be suspended for a couple games. Or I might be, uh, who knows? Never know what's going to happen. Have we ever had a suspension here at the fan? Oh, I'm sure we Suspension and not a firing? Um, I know at least once where someone ended up getting fired where they were initially suspended. But yes, I don't. That was a long time ago. I don't know. I'm trying to think of recent memory serves. I I don't. I won't. I guess I should have prefaced it with saying nothing that had to do with this show and, yeah, how, right. it resu- and how it resulted in you working right, on this show. I'm fairly familiar <laughs> with. Aside, other aside than that one. from that one. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Other than that one. Yeah. That involved Kirk Herb Street too. Man. Not my guy. That um, was, that was bizarre. Now I will say we've got plenty more on Harbaugh. We'll talk about in a second, but I did want to bring up crew game tonight. They're playing Atlanta United. That is in Atlanta coverage. On the AM, will start at I'm guess at six forty five. I believe if that's not, I think that's right. Six thirty. Oh, six thirty. Yeah, right. six thirty coverage. They they do a half hour there pregame. Seven with the o'clock. Great Chris Doran there. Yeah. And then we'll, so it'll be there for you the whole time on the AM on fourteen sixty and on HD two. Yes, and, and on the app. If you go to the HD two on the app, yeah, that's the yeah. way you can get it. If you don't know that, you can you can do that. And then on the FM here after we are done. It is Buckeye Roundtable mm-hmm. from 6 to 8. Yes. When that ends, you will then hear the rest of the crew game will be joined in progress on the FM. But it'll all J-I-P. be on it. Yeah, it'll all be on the AM so you can catch that in its entirety and hear the dulcet tones of Chris Dorn. I'll give you a preview of Atlanta real briefly. Well, crew- let me ask you, how big of a deal is this that Tiago 
is back. Yeah, Tiago Almeida is a guy who won a World Cup with Lionel Messi in Argentina this time last year, one year ago. He was like the last guy on the team, but he's also 19 years old, like young dude who made their World Cup team and was actually pretty good for them. That is who Atlanta has as their big dog. Now, he did not play in the last game where the crew beat Atlanta 2-0 here last week because he was on a yellow card accumulation suspension. He got a, I think he got his second yellow, which resulted in a red card, which means you missed the next game. That happened to be the playoff game. He is dangerous, man. He is a finalist for MLS MVP, 11 goals, 19 assists, which means he accounted for 30 goals for their team. This dude is good. This dude can play. Not just that. He's the type of guy that if the ball, if the crew foul anyone in Atlanta within 30 yards of their goal, he could put it in. He is a yeah. free kick specialist. He is ridiculous. They're going to have to watch out for him. And they're going to look totally different offensively than what you saw when the crew played them last week. Atlanta sat back, conceded possession, tried to defend, and the crew still were able to break them down. This one is probably going to be a little of the opposite. If the crew ever, if the crew do sit back at all, this would be the game to do it a little bit um, and try to counter Atlanta. Because Atlanta is going to be on the forefoot. They know they have to win this game. The stakes for tonight, if Atlanta wins, goes to a game three, which would be Sunday at lower.com field. Mm-hmm. If the crew win tonight, it's over. Atlanta's out. Crew move on to the next round. And you're going to get either the two seed Orlando City or the seven seed Nashville in the conference semifinals. Neither, neither are easy. I, I like our chances anytime we got Cucho. You see me? I even wore the crew shirt I today. Like you did. I thought, I thought you good. got the hat there. That's right. So you're, yeah. you're repping the brand. Everybody's wearing black around here. You got to get pumped up for the playoff run. Cucho with 12 goals in the last nine matches. Man has been on fire. He is good. Doing what you paid him to do. Had he the is. brace in the last game. Yeah. They're going to need they're going to need a big game too out of Julian Gressel, who is former Atlanta player who now plays for the crew. Got to see him step up, play a little bit better in this one. I hope he he's he's like the guy who's going to set you up. He's not going to score a lot of goals, but when he's at his best, he whips in a ton of balls that mm-hmm. are very easy to score off of if he gets you know the right time and space. So crew tonight, AM to start. You can hear the whole game on the AM, or you can catch it probably mostly the second half. will be on the FM after Buckeye Roundtable wraps up here on the fan. Uh, more on the Ohio State, on the Ohio State thing, the Michigan thing with regards to uh, Connor Stallions and this new angle to this story, which I feel like is Michigan muddying the waters, Timmy. You tell me if I'm wrong. A, oh, they are. A former employee at a Big Ten football program said on Monday it was his job to steal signs and he was given details from multiple conference schools before his team played Michigan to compile a spreadsheet of play calling signals used by the Wolverines last year. Now, let's let's back up on who this person is. This is a former employee at a Big Ten program. This was filed from the AP in Ann Arbor. So it's an Ann Arbor reporter that is filing this. He spoke with the AP on the condition of anonymity and that those disclosures could impact his coaching career. But he said he shared with Michigan, the documents which showed that Wolverine's signs and corresponding plays were given, you know, to this person. He, he compiled some of this stuff for big 10 schools uh, when they were going up against Jim Harbaugh in 2022. Now that sounds like, Oh man, everybody's doing what Connor Stallions was doing, but Timmy, isn't there a difference between yes, there's a difference. Remembering like during the game, you're like, hey, when they raise their left hand over there, they always run the ball to the left. Write that down, and then that guy keeps a note on that. And then the next time they play Michigan, they're like, hey, what was the note on what Michigan does when we played them last year? Oh yeah, that's right. That is figuring it out in the game versus. And again, if this guy's saying he was sent around the conference, 
by all means, show that. But. Look, I mean, show me, does it say anywhere in this article that that is actually against the rules? Because <laughs> no, we, it does not. we have made it perfectly Great clear. Point. We have made it perfectly clear. Everybody that's covered the story has made it perfectly clear the entire time. Stealing signs is not illegal. Stealing signs is not against the rules. It is what they have done. It is the videotaping. It is doing off-campus in-person scouting. It's having a guy that works in your football department on your staff who is present on your sidelines 10 feet away from the head coach going either personally to other games or sending his minions in his place while purchasing tickets to 30-plus football games over the past two or three years and then compiling that, taping the sidelines with phones, and then presumably studying that film, matching up the signals. It's how they're stealing the signs. That's what's wrong. This, to me, sounds like networking. Yeah, <laughs> that's, right. That's, and it sounds like something you could either choose to participate in or not participate in. But as long as I don't see anybody you know, sharing videos that were grabbed illegally or if you are not going off campus to do in-person scouting, well, what is this? This then? is This is clearly... How Michigan is trying to win it's their misdirection battle. Well, is what it is. What Michigan is trying to do is say, see, everyone's doing this. And let's be clear. I, I don't think, Timmy, it would shock either of us to find out that, let's say, I don't know where this guy works. Let's say he works at Purdue, right? If it's a, a, a Purdue employee or a Michigan State employee, I'm a, whatever, Indiana. I don't, I'm not naming any names to say I know. I don't. That employee who was tasked with try to figure out what Michigan's doing and compile a list, you know, from watching their games and all that stuff, not from attending their games and spying on them and recording their signals illegally, which is clearly banned. That is probably something a lot of schools are doing when they play Michigan, when they play Ohio state, when they play Penn state, maybe even when they play Iowa, although you don't have to look at the offensive side of the field. Cause you know what they're going to do is, and that's it. But defensively, you might want to know what they're doing. All I'm saying is that's to me still, that is different than Michigan having a coordinated guy getting up to they said 60 people to go out and scout for him and record video and send it back that he could analyze i don't know how michigan's not getting this you are trying to make it sound like everyone else was doing what you're doing please show that evidence even in this article there's no evidence this says is an associated press article that doesn't give any evidence in this claim that rules were broken to obtain these signs Right. It just says that someone's job was to steal signs and he was given details with, you know, multiple conference schools and told to compile a spreadsheet you know, of Michigan's signs. But also, okay, we're talking about this. Michigan is trying to get this out there because they want it to seem like everyone else is doing this. Again, there is a difference between two people work together on the staff of a school and then they part ways, they go get other jobs. And then one of them finds himself at one big 10 school. The other finds himself at another big 10 school. And they might call each other and say, Hey, hey you guys play those Michigan guys last coming week. up this weekend. What'd you guys, you guys find any yeah. tendencies? What do you know? And then the other one's like, ah, oh, we kind of found this or that or the other thing. Right. That's, when he, when he shifts to the right side of the quarterback, do they, are they, you know, running yeah. at 80% of are the you guys time seeing this that? too? Yeah. That is much different than s- <laughs> sending out scouts the way Michigan was in, in, the ultimate way that I look at this with Michigan is they know they're wrong. They have no defense. So their defenses drag everybody down with us. Even in this article, it says the alleged actions potentially violate the big 10 sportsmanship policy. Talking about 
the other schools that may have been doing this, which again, they have no hard evidence of. They have a guy off the record or, you know, on background saying this to saying a reporter in Ann Arbor. Yeah. And that guy is spreadsheets. Right. Which is not the Connor Stallions thing. So how did you get those? Tell me, tell me more. How did you get those spreadsheets? How yes. were you stealing they the Michigan are, signs? They are doing the thing that I get onto my kids for if they do it. Where if, let's say I see my kids out, you know, out in the neighborhood, right? I'm driving home and I see my kids out. If they're doing something that they are not allowed to do, if I catch them when they come home, I say, hey, you were doing this thing. You weren't supposed to be out at this park or wherever <laughs> you were. They go, well, so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so went. So I did it too. That's not, I'm sorry, I'm not their parents. That's not okay. That's a terrible defense, but that's a defense of a child. That's not supposed to be the defense of one of the supposedly leading research schools in America. No, these are Michigan Michigan men. Yeah. Yeah. These are leading men. That's the whole thing is about leadership. By the way, this guy's a bum that went out with this. Oh, absolutely. That's a, that's a bum thing to do. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, that's why you didn't want to put his name on it. Why? Yeah, right. You're a former employee. (laughs) What do you care about your impending career? You're a four. They put the word former well, in your title. My suspicion on. on that is the guy went former because if we found out what his name was, we'd all go, oh, this is like one of Harbaugh's buddies this or someone used to work for him. This guy's a Michigan assistant. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You could have coached at another school yeah. and be a Michigan assistant now and be like, he was formerly at another Big Ten school. That's exactly right, Timmy. I think you've nailed He's it. He's a former Big Ten coach that We've coaches at Michigan now. Uh, People are shocked by Joe Burrow's bedtime, and I'm actually going to defend it. We'll talk about that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for some slow traffic on I-70 eastbound on that east side between US-33 and 270, causing about a five-minute delay. Things are stop and go on I-71 northbound on the north side between Cleveland Avenue and Hudson Street. This report is sponsored by IKEA. IKEA supports you from November 10th through 22nd. Veterans and active military get 15% off IKEA purchases up to $3,000. In-store only, excludes Los Angeles area stores. See IKEA.com for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. All right. I tried to... Timmy Hall's in for Common Man. I tried to get away from the Michigan stuff for five minutes. and then Can't, can't though. Adam Rittenberg tweeted something out. I'll tell you about that in a second. Uh, first, a reminder, if you've missed anything on the podcast or on the show at all, don't forget we have the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast just search common man and t-bone it's on all the major services all those places you can get it on the fan app you can get it on our website you can also get it at apple or spotify or anywhere else just search common man and t-bone anything that was on the show you will hear it there it's all done a few minutes after the show's over and it's all brought to you by care heating and cooling and of course it is completely free so make sure you check that out today thanks to care heating and cooling for getting our podcast out there we appreciate it uh real quick on joe burrow i said i was gonna bring this up so i have to pay off on my tees then we'll get to the Rittenberg thing. Uh, apparently on the broadcast for Sunday Night Football, they revealed that Joe Burrow goes to bed at a pretty early time. Uh, they said that he 
usually is in bed at 8 p.m. on a non-game night. So obviously when he's incredible. When he's playing, you know, on Sunday Night Football, that's not going to happen. But <laughs> right. normally throughout after the week, bedtime. yeah, he's going to get to bed by eight o'clock. Uh, and I don't I'm not shocked by this. I'm going to actually defend it only because I'm someone who typically gets the sleepies between eight and nine o'clock every night. I usually power through that and don't go to bed till closer to 11. But this guy is paid to be a professional football player. He probably gets up early and lifts weights and gets ready for his day and then has multiple things he has to do at the facility before practice and then film study. And then after that, it's more film study and practice. I bet he's tired by seven, eight o'clock and that's okay. If he's working hard and by all accounts, you've seen what he's accomplished in his career so far. Yeah, he has been. And when this guy's healthy, just look what he's able to accomplish on a football field. I'm look, I'm shocked by the early bedtime. I can say that. Am I going to criticize it? Of course not. Everyone. I mean, that again, you're about going to bed early, eliminating noise. Bad stuff happens after 10 p.m. After midnight. He's not out. He's not doing the the bar scenes, the partying scenes. Well, that's it. That part of him and me line up because I might stay up a little bit later, but I'm just in my house doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, I'm just watching but also movies you, and TV shows. You and I, well, and you watch sports. And, and you and sports. I, for this job, we watch sports. Yeah, right? I watch we him. Watch, right, I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. Yeah. He is him. He, he is, he is <laughs> yes. the one on the field. Yes. He is him. He is quote. him. <laughs> we are 13-year-old boys now. My son is going to love right. this podcast. Right. No, but he is, I mean, he's actually the one who has to go out and play the games. We're watching him. We're watching him because we didn't end up being NFL players. So you're an NFL player. Take all the sleep time you need. Sleep when you need to. Get up when you need 100%. to. Guess what? I'm going to guess also he probably eats different meals than you and I do because he probably has like a breakfast and then a little mini snack breakfast that's for certain things he's trying to do fitness and nutrition wise. He's an NFL player. His whole life revolves around being healthy for 17 weeks. So yeah, I, I'm. If he sleeps a little early, I'm not surprised. If I were, if I were on that kind of contract, I mean, you know how much we love food, right? Anyone that listens to to this show, I know Common Man, and you know the food he loves. We all, all three of us, Panama Ted, everybody partakes in having some good grub. But to be that rich, I wouldn't mind seeing how tasty the chef could make the dishes that oh. are ultimately healthy. Yeah, I'd I'd give it a whirl. Absolutely, hey, if you can make me. Healthy food, but it's chicken and pasta and fish and whatever. Make it taste really freaking good. You can get me away from some of the fast food stops from now and then. Oh, I think a lot Why of times not? people look at the NFL quarterback lifestyle and they're like, oh, you got the money, you got the fast cars, you got whatever. I mean, you you have probably people, you know, whoever you're the chef, whoever you're attracted to throwing themselves at you, right? You got yeah, all, all that. Yeah. You forget about they've got private chefs. They've got Giant beds that they can go sleep in pretty much anytime after 5 p.m. if they want to. Beds that they, are the size of right? rooms. I'm just saying, like, yeah. there's that aspect too. There's a lot of comfiness in that when you're not getting hit by 300 pound linemen. So, yeah, good for Joe Burrow. Get to bed early. All right, what happened? What's the here's, latest? Here's the latest Rittenberg tweet. Adam Rittenberg will be on the show Thursday. We'll talk to him about this. Sources to him and Tom Van Heron, who also writes for ESPN. Big Ten received documents from Michigan that Michigan says shows Ohio State, Rutgers, and Purdue com communicated about Michigan signals in 2022. Documents show Purdue, which faced Michigan in the Big Ten Championship game, got offensive signals from Ohio State and defensive signals from Rutgers per sources. He then said the Big Ten source told ESPN that the materials have been passed along to the NCAA 
As John U. Bacon reported, it's unknown whether the signal sharing between the league team, the league teams violates the Big Ten sportsmanship policy, but could merit follow-up. Again, this all goes back to it's not illegal to have the signals and to know what's going on and possibly even to share them with other teams. So it could have been a Purdue guy, just like you said. I just said. <laughs> it, could, it could have been a Boilermaker. Here's the thing. Michigan's trying to say everybody has stolen signals. Look at that. That's like being a car thief and saying everyone has a car. What am I getting in trouble for? It's how you got the car, dope. It's your process. Yes. You you yes. are running a stolen car ring in this uh, analogy. These other guys have cars they obtained through sign, normal means. Sign stealing is uh, not against the rules. You no. can steal some signs. You can save those signs. You can you can pass them along to other stealing, people after you're done playing stealing against Stealing the signs from just looking and writing on your notepad during a game oh and then going to the locker room after the game is done or the week that follows and then transcribing it and putting it into your computer to save them, that's not anything. You weren't visiting their – you weren't going to their road games or, or some of their home games that your team's not playing in. You weren't videotaping it. You weren't sending scouts to do the work, right. traveling the country, roaming the countryside, yes. sound of music, all that stuff. That's not. Show me more. Yes. Tell me. Tell show me, me what how more they... was going on here. <laughs> Three teams talking to each other about some signs. They're probably pissed off. Absolutely, because Michigan was traveling to their games and nothing was being done about. Yeah. It. Also, let's not undercut the fact that probably all these schools had their suspicions that Michigan was doing yes. this, and we're like, well, so if they're we're stealing gonna, signs, steal we'll, them right we'll back. Give some signs back. Yeah, that's the gamesmanship part. Look, if this all was just a you're stealing my signs, I'm going to steal your signs. We could also have a great big laugh about it. I know, but they took they had, they took it a bridge too far. Yeah. Michigan is the only one that we know of so far that had a super soldier manifesto writer who was buying tickets and Airbnbs for people while selling his crappy vacuums and going around the country trying to get scouting that you're not allowed to do by the letter of the law. What kind of vacuums was he selling? Uh, all crappy, kinds. All, uh, just whatever. He was, Bro- they were all broken, refurbished. They were refurbished. Ones. No, refurbished, he no, said. No, he didn't. Illegally. He did not refurbish them. Allegedly. I don't know. He lied. He, <laughs> go figure. Shocker. All right. We're going to have, hey, more cheating. We're going to do a game show next about cheating. So stick around for that. It's Man and Bone. Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident on the right shoulder of 315 northbound after Olentangy River Road and some slow traffic at I-670 westbound between Grandview Avenue and I-70. Just a couple minute delay. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for one buy one get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one get one free bonus wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go sports bar. Ballot at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right place player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. 
Timmy Hall in for Common Man today. Don't forget Buckeye Roundtable coming up at 6 p.m. Plenty to discuss after the trip to Rutgers and, of course, looking ahead to Michigan State this weekend. You will have that with Paul Keels, of course, Skip Mossick, Jim Lachey. Trying to think, I think Coach Cooper is probably on the I, show today. I, I haven't, I haven't seen. Okay, so could be maybe wrong. maybe a mystery guest. Sometimes All they've right. gone with the three person booth. Sometimes there's four there. A little thing called you'll see. If you're looking for the crew game, that will start on 1460 ESPN at seven at eight o'clock after Buckeye Roundtable. It will be on that and on 97.1 The Fan. So you will hear the crew game against Atlanta playoff game. Crew win that game. They advance. If they lose, they come back for a game three on Sunday at lower.com field. All right, Timmy, ready to do it? The game show? Let's get to it. What do we have today? All right, we have the first edition of the cheating quiz. Okay. And you're not allowed to cheat. And I I saw you. I, I mentioned earlier in the show, I had this document up on my computer screen today, and I don't have a private office like we did back when I was banging. But I, I'm just going to trust that you didn't sort of peer onto my screen when you were putting some things on my desk and that we're all good here. Timmy, I promise I did no such thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm may, gonna, I may have tried to cheat a little bit. I'm going to start you off on the right foot because I'm going to the world of NASCAR. Okay. So you should start one for one. This NASCAR driver was docked 150 points after his car failed inspection. Panama Ted loves this one, too. It was a win at New Hampshire back in 2010. It crippled the chances for this driver to win a Sprint Cup championship that year. Later on, the driver admitted that cheating is part of the job. He said, if you're not pushing over the line, not to the line, but over the line, you're going to get behind somebody that is willing to do that. Is this man Kyle Busch, Bush, Matt Kenseth, or Clint Boyer? Ooh, could be any of those guys. Clint Boyer! I'm going to go with uh, Kyle Busch. No, this is Clint Boyer, now a broadcaster. Bonus question, who had the famous, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying quote? Oh, man, I should know that because I use it all the time. Yeah. Do you know Panama Tech? Was it, I mean, was it Dale Earnhardt? No, because I read it while I was reading about NASCAR. Junior Johnson. Oh, Junior that Johnson. Bell? Now, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's a NASCAR Hall of Famer. All right. That's just a... moonshine. That was bonus one. So. All right. Well, I'm off 0-2 so far. No, no. You're just 0-1. I'm right. not going to count that bonus one against you. All right. Question two. Everyone knows about the 1919 Chicago White Sox. How it was found out that several players accepted money from gamblers to throw the World Series against the Cincinnati Reds. So you got one for free there, Panama Ted. Good. What was the name of the movie portraying this scandal? The Black Sox, Eight Men Out, or The Fix? Eight Men Out, eight men out right? Eight yeah. Men Out. There Bonus question. Can you give me an actor from that movie? Oh, God. I, uh, Couple you know, a couple few A-listers. I don't think there. I ever saw it, so I, I, I don't... I. Uh, I have no idea. None? All right. Kevin Costner, was he in it? No, no good, good guess, though. He if was it's in a, a baseball if it's, movie. If it's a baseball movie, Many you had of them. Uh, yeah. David Strathern played the pitcher. Uh, D.B. Sweeney played Shoeless Joe. Oh, these are all household Charlie names. Charlie Sheen. Charlie oh, Sheen was go. one of the outfielders. <laughs> there you go. Tiger Blood himself. That's good. D.B. Sweeney is not an A-lister, but I mean Charlie Sheen, David Strathern, those guys are up there. So, uh, number three, this hard-hitting linebacker was the 2005 Defensive Rookie of the Year, led the NFL in sacks. Then in 2006, he was handed a four-game suspension after successive positive steroid tests. Is that Sean Merriman, 
Is that Brian Erlocker mm-hmm. or Brian Bosworth? I mean, I was going to go with Sean Merriman. That's yes. sounded right, and I think that yes. is right. There yep. we go. I was trying to think of my Maryland timelines. Terrapin, Sean Merriman. Yeah, I forgot about that. Big Ten legend. No. <laughs> exactly. Not at the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think. Because that's what no. we do. No. All right. Be prepared for this one, all right? Because okay. I'm going to try to trick you. You will. I'm quite sure. I'm this, dumb. This two-time gold medalist at the 68 Grenoble Winter Games returned to compete in bobsledding for the United States in the 72 games, and he won in the two- and four-man events again, only to be stripped of the gold medals for cheating when it was uncovered that he hid weights in the front of his sled. Oh. Was that Norman Dale, Irv Blitzer, or Eddie Felsen? I'll go with Eddie Felson. No, that's nope. that's fast. That's fast Eddie Felson, a fictitious character from a famous movie about billiards with Paul Newman. Irv Blitzer is Jamaica is the coach of the Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> okay. And when his yes. driver Darice Bannock asked him why he did it, he simply replied, "I had to win. I had to win. I that's had right. to win." Oh, that's right. Yep. Okay. And about that gold medal, he said, if you're not enough with it, you'll never be enough without it. Mm, so that's right. There you go. So a real guy from a movie, obviously about a real story. Exactly. But obviously played by John Candy. John Candy, there the legend. Okay. Which, which of these baseball players was not named in the Mitchell Report? Not named in the Mitchell Report. Ken Caminiti, Lenny Dykstra, David Justice, or Brady Anderson? Oh, my gosh. Uh... I feel like all of them could have been, but uh, David Justice not named. Justice was in there. Oh, the, so he was because Brady Anderson should have been in there. He was in there. This that's this is a tricky one too because Brady Anderson should have been in there. He had one year. He had one year, but he was never linked. Never linked then. Never linked to this day. Well, I'm linking. Him. And in '96, he had 50 I'm home runs. Him. Yeah, it was the 12th 50 home run career yeah. uh, or season in history. Number six, one of the most famous cheating scandals is the Monica Lewinsky, President Clinton scandal. Monica once compared... Different type of cheating. Okay, we've moved on to a different level of cheating. I said all kinds of cheating. Monica once compared herself to this famous person in an interview after the scandal was uncovered. Marilyn Monroe, Princess Diana, or Meg Ryan? I mean, I could see... I could see the Marilyn Monroe comparisons, right? Because... Supposedly, she was with JFK. Not supposedly. I think that's pretty obvious. But I could also see the Princess Die thing because the paparazzi. I'm going to go Princess Die. It is Princess Die. Yeah, right. she gave she gave a bunch of quotes about how she considered herself to be a Princess Diana or she was like Princess Diana all the time. Yeah. yeah, right. Okay. She had some quotes about how I really loved him type of uh, thing. Sure. Didn't yeah. get, feel that love back. Right. So number seven here, the 2005 steroids tell all book. Juiced by Jose Canseco. Oh, okay. Claimed that this percentage of baseball was abusing steroids. Is that 50%, 60%, 85%, or 99%? Uh, Jose Canseco, it would be either 85 or 99%. And I'm going to go with 99%? No, that's too high. Is it 85%? Yeah. Okay. 85. 85. I knew it was high. I knew he had said it was like almost everybody. Again... 
I'm not the cheater. Everyone else is cheating, so it's fine. Just like Michigan. All right, back to uh, the other kind of cheating. A study conducted by the University of Utah honed in on some percentages, uh, some statistics about infidelity in marriage. Okay. The study found 20 to 25% of married men or married women cheated on their spouse. Is that men or women? 25%. The 20 to 25% number. I mean, I would have to think that's men. Correct. Is that right? Okay. Yep. And women were down in the 10 to 15 percentile. Right. That that's sounds about right on all accounts that men are horrible. Yes, I tend to I tend to know that. I've got one that blends sports and that kind of cheating. Okay. Tiger Woods had a famous cheating scandal on his then wife Elon Nordegren. The story that the New York Daily News broke just after Thanksgiving in 09, said Tiger reportedly admitted to sleeping with how many women? 50, 100, oh. or more than 120? I mean, he's Tiger Woods. I'm sure he could break whatever number he needed to there. Uh, I would say admitted to more than 100. Was that a choice? I'll say 100. Was that right? It's the third one, the highest. 120. 100, more than 120. All right. Yep. I mean, at some point, wouldn't you just lose count? When you just say, ah, it's probably over 100. Why would you be like, actually, it is. It's, I a, want, good, it's a good point. I want credit for 127. <laughs> it's a, it's a That's exactly point. how many I've at, like. I've actually had a lady for every FBS football program. That's what I've done. <laughs> I'm Tiger Woods. Please make sure everyone knows that. All right. Thank you, Timmy. That was fun. I didn't do as bad as I thought it was. So. Yeah. So right. that's the cheating quiz. Thank you. Back page coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane at I-70 eastbound on the west side at 315. So stop and go traffic from Central Avenue there causing a couple minute delay. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Feel confident in your pet's safety while experiencing the convenience of Invisible Fence brand. Customized for you and your pet's needs, patented fence technology is paired with hands-on training from certified pet trainers to give your pet the safest freedom possible. Learn more by visiting InvisibleFence.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Final segment of the program, Timmy Hall joining us because, well, he's been here the whole day. And uh, usually we'd have the Buckeye show coming up, but we don't tonight. We instead have Buckeye Roundtable that is coming up. Skip Mossick, Paul Keels, Jim Lachey, cast of thousands, you, everybody else that wants to listen and talk about Buckeyes. That for two hours, then at 8 o'clock we'll join in progress the Columbus Crew game. They are taking on Atlanta, second round of the opening, second game opening round of the playoffs in MLS. Yeah. Three game series. If it if Atlanta wins tonight, gets pushed to a game back at lower on Sunday. Yep. But crew can close it out tonight. Hopefully with a win over Atlanta in the ATL. All the action you can hear on the AM in its entirety. Fourteen sixty ESPN. You can also get it on HD two and the fan app. So make sure you do that. Uh, I'm trying to think, Timmy. We didn't get into this a ton yet, but congrats to uh, the Guardians for naming a new manager. Steven Absolutely, vote is, Steven vote. Yep former all-star catcher who's been hired as the manager. So he has the tough task of replacing yeah. Terry Francona, yeah. which one is one of the best ever do it. Yeah, that is a, a tall order for sure. And I, 
I, I'm sure that will work out well. I also don't have, I'll be fully honest, a ton of thoughts on what this guy's going to do there. I think we'll probably develop those as we get into the <laughs> start of next season. But for now, congrats. Hopefully it works out. I did see this thing about coaching that blew my mind. Are you aware of Aaron Matson in North Carolina field hockey? Have you heard this story? <laughs> Why don't you fill me in? I will, because I didn't know about it until today. One of our listeners, Cucho uh, Divot, tweeted us this. Apparently, this this woman, Erin Matson, she is a four-time national champion in field hockey, three-time national player of the year. So she graduated last year. Season ended. She graduated from UNC. Okay, she's 23 years old. 22 years 22. old. And in January, North Carolina, again, I want to point out, Four-time national champions. She was there for all four national championships. Three-time player of the year. In January, coach moved on, and they said, you know what? We've got our new coach. Wow. She is 22 years old. She's a three-time defending player of the year. She can't play anymore. She can sure as hell coach. Aaron Matson, wow. the coach of North Carolina field hockey. That is taking a page out of the That's baseball something. book, right? How you are seeing and and the NBA where you're seeing players almost go directly from their playing career right to head coaching positions. Yeah. So That's that, wild. So they uh, I I saw that this was from CBS Saturday morning. They talked to her. Uh, Dana Jacobson had talked to her. I mean, I just think about that. You play your entire life. I'm sure she played a ton of field hockey all the way up from the youth all the way up to, you know, basically the height that you can go. Absolutely. Division one collegiate field hockey. That's about as high as it goes. And then right from there, it's like, well, now I'm going to take over the top program, I guess, in the game. Because, yeah, she was playing there and make it at the top program. Let her live. That's amazing. That really is. I mean, I, I'd have never heard of something like that. And I don't know how field hockey works in that way. But I presume it's not the easiest gig to just take over and coach in field hockey. No, just like anything no, no. else. But, uh, wow, that's incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, best of luck. Best of luck to her as the career continues, and I'm sure a lot of a lot of people from even different sports are going to keep tabs on that. Yeah. See I mean, what some of the results are. You've seen that in sports where a, a star player goes into coaching and it doesn't work out well. So, just because she is great at playing doesn't mean she could be great at this. I have no idea what goes into being a field hockey coach, but I know, like in professional hockey, Wayne Gretzky tried it. He's the goat. He's the greatest of all time. There's no argument there. How'd that work out? Not so well. Yeah, yeah. He was not a great coach. So plenty of examples of great players that that take over as coaches. But you got you've got plenty of examples of great players that become great coaches as well. Yeah, and you know, I'm not I'm just not the biggest expert on field hockey. Well, me either. What I'm goes just, into it? I'm just more shocked that you could turn over a Division One college program to a 22 year old. <laughs> could you imagine you I, getting a chance to? coach anything at 22 uh, uh, no at no, that level no i mean but i i do think that your maturity level would be at a little bit different of a spot if you had to commit yourself to being a champion at that level in a sport yeah. right oh, i'm sure maybe yeah. just maybe just a little bit i'm tr- but I'm, I'm trying to think of myself back then i i cared about graduating and all that good stuff and i wanted to get the ball rolling on this sports radio career but my god that's that's a lot of responsibility. I'm sure she's going to need, and no offense to her, she's going to need some helping hands. I would some guess other so. Yeah. People that are involved with that program that can help her with some of the the things that you're unfamiliar with when you're yeah. at that age. There's a, just a lot of maturing as a person 
It just takes some life experiences right. to be able to handle even stuff as a coach, I would imagine. Yeah, I would think so. All right, so there we go. Uh, we'll get to the back page next because we've already got, like I said, Buckeye Roundtable coming up and uh, crew stuff after that. So let's hit it. Back page. The back page. The back page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. All right, Timmy. I didn't leave you much time for yeah. back page today, so sorry about that. I'll tell you this. I saw a little thing uh, telling you what you tips for if you wind up hitting a deer. You know, you don't want to hit a deer. It's that time of season, though. According to AAA, if a collision is imminent, here's what you should do. Don't swerve. It's one of the biggest mistakes if you're going to hit a deer. Swerving can seem correct at the time, but don't do that. Don't speed up. Contrary to popular belief, speeding up before hitting a deer will not do you any favors. Do apply the the brakes. Hold the steering wheel and apply the brakes to try to best come to a complete <laughs> stop. That's it. <laughs> I'm not don't swerve, say don't speed, hit the brakes. I mean, that's good advice. I just also, I want to point out, that was my first instinct, was if I see a thing in front of me, I'm going to try to slow down and not hit it. But I get what you're saying. <laughs> There's a lot of bad advice out there. Buckeye Roundtable is next. We'll be back tomorrow. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane on I-70 eastbound on the west side at 315. So things are stop and go from Central Avenue, causing about a five-minute delay. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Podcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.